If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The circus has arrived in South Florida. Not disappointing. Jay Cutler with a wham and a bam and a hello, ma'am, to everyone in South Florida. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you. 15% 15% or more on your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Depending on your position, uh, this is either a good thing or a reign of terror from Jay Cutler as he takes over in Miami and the introductory news conference taking place on Monday, the one-time Bronco, another-time Chicago Bear, who had become part of the Fox family. 
Does that qualify? It's like, if you again, we talked about this the other day. You take a job and you never actually do the job. Do you get credit for taking the job? It's very complex, very deep. But if you have not been paying attention, maybe you were doing stuff and you just didn't lock in on, on Jay Cutler. I think this is our third day in a row of Jay Cutler talk. That's impressive. That is that's awesome for a guy that stinks. We're going to spend three days talking about Jay Cutler on the radio. That's fascinating, I know. And a ratings boom. Big ratings boom. Some of the highlights, though, when asked if he was in shape, Jay Cutler said, the good thing is I play quarterback, so I don't have to be in great cardiovascular shape. Uh, that was the line. And then there were some other highlights, but let's focus in on that. In fact, we, let's go to the audio tape. Let's listen in to Jay Cutler deadpanning the truth, the ugly truth about playing quarterback in the NFL. Well, the good thing is I play quarterback, so I don't really have to be in uh, that great of uh, cardiovascular shape. Um, but I'll be fine. Uh, you know, we Adam knows uh, uh, kind of what I've been up to, so we'll uh, we'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. See, Jay Cutler, what he did right there was he was honest to a fault. See, in life, you you have to be honest. Uh, you're supposed to be honest, right? But the, in sports, we've become used to uh, a case of athletes and coaches giving us a version of the truth but not the whole truth. So uh, the, the question here, let's talk about this. The question is, how should the Miami Dolphins brass feel about Jay Cutler saying, you don't have to be in good shape to play quarterback in the NFL? A couple things here. I would say it's to be expected. If you're the Dolphins, you can't say, oh, my God, I was blindsided by this. I didn't see this one coming. Can't say that. So there's a couple things here. Carefree, vintage Jay Cutler and the ugly truth, the, those are all in play. And we'll, we'll start with the fact that Jay Cutler has been the definition. You hear that phrase, a riddle wrapped in an enigma. That's Jay Cutler in his entire career. Coaches slobber all over the bazooka arm that Jay Cutler has. They marvel at the central casting looks for a quarterback that Jay Cutler provides. But Jay Cutler has always been defined by what? A carefree, laissez-faire approach to playing in the NFL. And if, if you are looking, like most coaches look for these guys that are just one-trick ponies. They live, they eat, they breathe, and they even sleep football. If you're looking for that from Jay Cutler, you are looking the wrong direction. Jay Cutler has managed somehow to navigate his way through a 10-plus year career in the NFL with a nonchalant approach. And for that, it is amazing. It, it, this should get some kind of uh, special holiday. State should give a, a Jay Cutler day to honor the fact that you can make it through your career, a career that you're supposed to have laser-like focus, you can survive that for over a decade, is truly fascinating. Now, secondly, ask any Chicago Bear apologist, any Chicago Bear supporter, and they will tell you that the comments about not needing to be in great cardiovascular shape are vintage Cutler. Vintage. I mean, that's a loosey-goosey guy right there. And it's if you're a hardcore football observer, if you get really into this stuff, which, you know, that's there's a point where you I start questioning your sanity if you get really into it too much into it, but you're like, oh, Jay Cutler, come on, man. 
You drive yourself insane thinking about that. Now, my position on quarterback shape is this. I believe Jay Cutler's right. This is honest. You don't have to be Usain Bolt to play in the NFL. But you can't be Bartolo Colon. There's a middle ground there. Right, there's a, you got to be in a decent shape. You, if you get on a treadmill for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, you're gassed after that. That's a problem. Right? I mean, and the odds also go up that you know, Jay Cutler is going to be hurt. Right? If, if Cutler's huffing and puffing all over the field, this guy is gassed after the first half, let's say, he's going to make mistakes and he's likely going to get hurt. And, and I would argue that when you talk about the athletic quarterback having an advantage over the unathletic quarterback. I don't believe that's necessarily true. Right? I don't think the athletic quarterback has a huge competitive advantage. Uh, in fact, if you look at this objectively and break down the quarterback position, who better than me? I spent 10 years playing in the NFL as a quarterback. I, mean, I have great knowledge of the position. So, I mean, what, I'm the perfect guy to analyze this uh, from my years of experience back Wrong. in the day. Uh, but – you don't have to run 40 yards as a, a, a standard NFL quarterback. You know, you drop back, you run back a few yards. It's more about footwork, timing uh, from, from the pocket, and you're ultimately judged by your ability in the pocket. If you are constantly running out of the pocket, this becomes problematic. This is not what you're looking for. And again, if you are winded and gasping for air, when you just drop back to pass, you are obviously doomed Certainly later in games, that's going to be more of a problem. Now, the final word on this, Jay Cutler will surely provide a boost, not in team morale per se, but he'll provide a boost in internet coverage of the Miami Dolphins and sarcastic social media cheap shots. I guarantee you that Jay Cutler will lead the world in that. Uh, That is 100%. Even in this introductory news conference, the memes already started before the news conference was even over. It wasn't that long a thing in South Florida, but they were they were going. Yeah, I saw several. Jay Cutler had that. I don't give an f look, and uh, look at me. I just took ten million dollars. Uh, I'm the man. I, I'm better than you. And I would expect Matt Moore to get plenty of playing time. Now, if I'm going to set the odds on the health of Jay Cutler, I would say by week eight, the midway point of the NFL season. Let's say. Jay Cutler, I would say there's a 55% chance, uh, better than half, that Jay Cutler gets sent to the infirmary by the Miami Dolphins. So Matt Moore is going to get an opportunity here. And it's more football misery in Miami, which will continue. And if if the Dolphins win nine games, total in Vegas is 7.5, over under 7.5. If the Dolphins somehow win nine games, then everyone should get a gold medal. I know it's not the Olympics, but they should just give them gold medals anyway. For winning nine games, they should just give him an Olympic medal. Congratulations. I read also Jay Cutler now, the 17th, when he starts in the regular season, he'll be the 17th quarterback. Did you see that? The start for the Dolphins since Tom Brady took over back in the day in Foxborough. And uh, Jay Cutler in the AFC East, when you combine the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets, the number's at 43, but I think it goes even higher because the Jets are going to have Josh McCown likely be their starting quarterback, so that would be a new quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, the same old guy, uh, he'll be back again. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, and that was not all. Now, do we believe the, the other narrative that Jay Cutler was throwing out there was that his wife convinced him to come back? 
that that was one of the, very cute. Right? His wife swayed him to sign with the Miami Dolphins, and that Jay, if it was up to Jay, you know, he didn't know what to do. Wade back and forth on this. I mean, I, I'd probably say my wife, Kristen, probably talked me into it more than uh, anybody else could. So does that mean that the Dolphin fans, when Jay Cutler throws four interceptions against the Patriots, the Dolphin fans will then send nasty messages to the uh, the reality TV wife of Jay Cutler? Is that how that's going to go down? Kristen Cavallari, is that how that uh, that transpires? I believe it is. I think it might be. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Uh, the usual crew is here. Our new uh, regular. I think Ralph's done a great job since he took over. Uh, doing updates here. It's a tough, tough shoes to fill for Ralph, but he's done uh, an amazing job. Amazing. Now, any any yeah. word on Eddie's suspension? Uh, I believe Eddie was terminated on Friday. No one's talking. Eddie's playing it cool like he's coming back, but uh, those of us in the building know differently. We uh, we know the real story. It's not it's not a good story. There were some things that happened. Uh, Eddie thought it would be cute to talk to Steve Harvey last week. We told him not to do it. And Eddie's, uh, no, 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 I, Steve Harvey likes me better than you, Ben. So he went up to Steve, and that's it. So Are we allowed to say that? Or am I getting to get in trouble for even saying that? Am I? Should you just dump that out of the, out of the show? You want me, can we have it on the podcast? No, no, we can't have that on the podcast either. All right, we'll, we'll get yeah. rid of it. Yeah, exactly. All right, but uh, the, the gang is uh, mostly, mostly here. So, so Mike Trout, a lot of love for Mike Trout. Mike Trout, we... This, every time I see uh, an accomplishment like this, I, I, I go back to uh, I have this little voice of this annoying guy I used to do radio with in my head. People love round numbers. They can't get enough of round numbers. It's an annoying guy that I used to do a football show with for years. And anytime there would be a round number and people would celebrate the round number, this guy would chirp, oh, they love round numbers. So now every time I see an accomplishment, I'm like, oh, damn, I hear his voice in my head. You ever have somebody like that in your life where you, you, you know somebody and they tell you something over and over again? People love round numbers. Like Mike Trout getting 1,000 career hits. He got it in the, a double in the fourth inning against the Orioles. Just mentioning the Orioles, we're going to get that helmet man guy to call up. right? So, so Trout gets 1,000 hits on his 26th birthday. But if he only had 999, would we celebrate that? Or if he if he had uh, you know if he had gone way in you know some bizarre like one thousand one hundred eleven, would that have been celebrated? It's like the round number thing. People go crazy. I'll drop my pants right here. And the Angels did their best to try to get the full social media wow factor. Right? They posted a video. I don't know if you saw this, but the video was of the Angels deciding. You know what? We're going to give Mike Trout as a birthday cake, but we're going to do it a way that no one ever gives a player a birthday cake. We're going to use all the ingredients of the cake. We're going to get the eggs. We're going to get the flour. We're going to get all the ingredients there. We're going to put them all on Mike Trout's head. We're going to pour them all on Mike Trout's head, and we're going to make this a video, and it's going to be viral, and it's going to to help the Q rating of Mike Trout. And I watched it, and I thought Trout looked like he was bored. I thought this just does not help the the wow factor for Mike Trout. Even that, in a moment of where well, they were trying to promote Mike Trout, who's who's a dullard and trying to make it seem like he's not a dullard, he looked dull. And I hear all these guys every time Trout does something for the Angels, who are an average team this year, people rant and rave about. Oh, it's a shame that Mike Trout is not getting more publicity. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, Mike Trout doesn't want this. If Mike Trout wanted this, he would get it. They don't want it. Mike Trout is very satisfied 
And that is the reality of the situation. And every time I watch Trout play, he's very happy. He does his thing. He's a very good baseball player. And people leave him alone. They don't bug him, and there's not a demand for his time. And when people ask him for his time, he usually doesn't give it. So that's good. He's happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Hey, Trout's making a good amount of money. He gets to play in basically a nomad's land where no one pays attention to him. And that's fine. And there's other guys that have passed him by on the star chart uh, to get more publicity and get more attention. And the big question is, can the California Angels of Gardena put a winning squad around him so that his best years aren't wasted? Uh, well, you could argue these are his best years. See, the assumption is he's going to be better in three years from now when he's in the middle of his prime. He's 26 now. Your prime's from like 28 to 32. It's supposed to be 28 to 32. The argument, though, for Mike Trout is he's so good right now, maybe he'll plateau early. Every once in a while, those guys plateau early, and then they they go down. Well, that's a ridiculous argument. I'm not making the argument, Coop. I'm just merely pointing out that, that to assume that Trout's just going to continue on, uh, you don't know that, and I don't know that. Well, I, I think you do know that. I mean, how do I, I know that? How because, do I know Mike Trout's not going to be two ten next season? Because personally, uh, I you know I go by the school of of Maller thought. I mean, I, I don't know about <laughs> yeah. everybody else oh, listening. Sure. It's a lie. But you've repeated over and over yeah. again on this program that the prime is like what you said, twenty seven to thirty two. So yeah, twenty eight. But yeah, go ahead. You know, twenty eight to thirty two. Uh, yeah. So by that logic. Which right. I believe we all agree upon, right? I mean, we're listening oh, to the Ben are, Maller show. There are exceptions to the rule. That means he's going to yeah. get better. He's just going to get he's better. He's just going to get better. Right, listen, hey, I, I like the way it is. He puts up great numbers. The Angels are irrelevant. It's all I, You're happy. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. He doesn't have to worry about the play. You imagine Mike Trout in the playoffs. I know he's been there and he didn't do anything when the Angels played the Royals a couple of years ago in the postseason. But you imagine, like, if you're in the playoffs, you know what you have to do every day as a star of baseball? You got to go up to the podium. And there's, like, you know, some bottles of Gatorade, which is a prop, so they can sell Gatorade and make it seem like the athletes are all drinking Gatorade. So they have to sit up on the podium and you have to answer all these questions. He'd be fine. He's got his cliches down. Can you he can imagine do the cliche game? No, I feel bad. He would, he would have to see a shrink or something like that. It, it would be very complex and difficult for him. To have to sit there every single day and have people actually just peppering him with questions. Well, they're all important. We've got to win as many as we can. A lot of baseball to be played. Anything can happen. You know, we're going to come to the yard each and every day, battle each night, and, and uh, look up at the end and see where we stand. We know our work is cut out for us. We've got a lot of work to do. Hopefully we can all come together, uh, realize what we have here, and try to get something done. Yeah, well, he should, Scott so Podsednik should teach a class. That's all Trout needs right there. Yeah. The Angels should hire Scott Podsednik as, like, the assistant hitting coach in charge of cliches is what they ought to do. That is otherworldly, what you heard right there. That is, we, we call that in sports talk radio, in, the, in our little profession here, that is the holy grail of the cliche, what that is right there. That is amazing. That's out, an outstanding accomplishment by Scott Podsednik, a nondescript outfielder who was a vagabond baseball player, but he left his mark, and he will live on in infamy. And we, we thought at the, I think it was the World Baseball Classic, the Moose from the Royals, we thought he had broken the record, but that was false. That's nope. right. He kept repeating himself. Yeah, it was, it was sloppy. He got off to a good start, but then he, he got sloppy. Podsednik was clean. He was precise. He was very straightforward with the cliches, and it was the highest grade we can possibly give. The highest grade we can possibly give for any athlete. It was just absolutely 
uh, just delightful is what it was. All right, it's Ben Mather's show on Fox. We'll take your calls. If you know the number, you're welcome to call. If you don't know the number, just listen. I stopped giving out the number months ago, and the show's been better ever since. So just you know, just tune back and listen. If you really want to, really want to be part of the show, you can figure out the number. It's not that hard. In fact, some of the imaging, as we call it, gives out the number. I just don't give out the number. All right, we're going to call this one. This might come back to haunt me. Baby Got Back. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show is 79% more enjoyable when you join the knuckleheads on Twitter. It's the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. Message the Maller Posse. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller. And follow me, Ralph Irvin, at Ralph Irvin FSR. Cruising <laughs> down the street in my 6'4". Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller. We will have great audio later this hour. We'll call it Baby Got Back. We'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. It is classic. But to the phones we go and we say hello to Joe who's in Brooklyn on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Joe. You're on the Ben Maller Show. Big Ben. I'm going to dig into the uh, bag of sports cliches and say first time, long time. Yeah. But, oh, uh, I love that. No, no. First time caller, <laughs> long time listener. <laughs> I had to do it, though. Um, but I'm I'm out here in Brooklyn. I've got to pay my respects to Real Talk Caller of the Year. I'm calling on his turf, you know. But uh, now I've got that out of the way. I just want to know how you're doing. I mean, you and Danny, every day you wake up and your baseball team wins a game. The Dodgers are off today. What's, what's, yeah, they, how are you guys they, taking they, it? No, they actually won 12 to nothing. They played an afternoon game, and they beat the day off 12 to nothing. They had another shutout for the wow. Dodgers, and it's amazing. They had a great – they had a flight wow. from New York to Arizona. No turbulence. That's a win. Wow. Well, yeah. I, would have, I would have known that, but I was too busy getting um, – dumped and thrown up on my girlfriend. So I'm calling you guys just to check in. All right, so you got done. Now, you've called the right show because not only did we provide a radio a conversation and hot sports I, takes. I know. I mean, but I, we're, I, I, we're, I heard are, the guy last week. Yeah, we're your relationship station. Now, yeah, we had a guy last week who was having problems with ladies. We we played the Ben Maller dating game. It went very well. Uh, we got a beautiful oh, I, I young there. woman. I, I yeah. hear on the podcast every day. Yeah, and I appreciate that, Joe. Thanks. So the podcast numbers are doing very well. All right, so so Danny, let's help this guy out. Uh, Joe, how long were you with your girl there? Uh, two years. We moved in together eight months ago. Two and now, years. Um, Ooh, that's sloppy. Yeah. What, so, so what did you do? Why'd she dump you? Uh, it's just like it's a it's a class thing, you know. You can't man, you can't can't date a rich girl. Can't keep them happy. Wait, wait, wait. Danny, explain. I didn't understand what he said. What did you, he say? You you date a what? What what nationality? Rich girl, rich girl. Oh, no, rich not, girl. Not, oh, not, oh, not, oh, not, oh, rich girl. Okay, yeah. I thought I'm not trying to trigger anyone on the radio. I know, oh, right? Yeah, I was going to play the man, racist man. drop. Man, all right. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> that's racist against rich women. How dare you? I don't know what you're talking about. Rich women are very, uh, cons- you know, they're very cool. They don't, uh, they don't expect things from their man. Uh, of course, uh, down honestly, to earth, right? You know, if, if you can't go to the French Riviera tomorrow, you're. Uh, might as well be out in the, with the uh, helmet man selling stuff in front of the people. Center, exactly, you know? man. Exactly. <laughs> I hear you, brother. Yeah. All right. So, how can we help this guy now? Now, what, what do you think here, Danny? Maybe like a uh, like a slump. He's not really in a slump because no. he just. No, no. I've never been in a slump in my whole life. Look at this guy. What a so, stud see, this guy is. See. Look at this guy, man. What but, a stud. Yeah. But but you could maybe use the Ben Maller dating line. Yeah, why, I mean, why not? I do have a cousin moving to Montana n- next year. Yeah. Like, you know, well, you, you want me, uh, Joe? Yeah, where are the white women at? You want me to play the game? I'll get you a date if you want. I can get you a date right now. You want me to do that yeah. for you? 
I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal on this broken heart. I'm going to give you guys a call once college football starts, talk about my ducks maybe, if, a, if it's a really dead night. Yeah, but, well, uh, well, it's every uh, night's a dead night around here. All right, listen, <laughs> so, all right, call me up, and then if you want to play the dating game, we'll do it very professional, uh, very ethical. Uh, we, we'll be on the up and up. I'm going to have any plants call up here. You know I'll take care of you. I will. I'll get you a beautiful woman. There's a lot. So many women listen to our show. It's amazing how many beautiful women love love the show. I mean, can't blame them. Exactly. All right. uh, Thank you, Joe. All right. Go. Thank you, Ben. All right. right, Shout out, Coop. Shout Uh, out, Danny G. Love you guys. All right. We love you, Joe. Good luck, brother. All right. Joe in Brooklyn. I thought we almost had another dating game with Joe, but he said he wanted to wait a little bit. Uh, I like to wrestle with men. She's available if you want a number. She, the captain did not approve of uh, that beautiful woman right there. I don't, I don't know why that did not go so well. That was clearly an error on his part to not, not accept that. Right. Maybe Joe will take a little pause. This could be a, a bounce-back situation. You know, sometimes you break up with somebody and then you know, two days later you come back around. Yeah, I mean, she can't cuddle with her money. That's a good point. Good point. That uh, that money ain't gonna keep her warm at night, but they sleep in her bed might keep her warm at night. <laughs> All right. It was too easy. I set myself up. What do you want from me? All right, we we'll get to baby got back. Maybe that should be played for Joe. We'll get to that. Wait, it, wait, I owe you one of these. Jerk yourself away. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, we'll get to that in sixty seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now here he is, Ben Maller. We take you now to the Chicago Bears training camp. Why? Because we have audio. That's why. And one of the now let me give you the setup here. And I don't want to oversell this. You know, I've been called the hype man, and I've got a little LeVar Ball uh, action going on here. Uh, and so I hope I'm not being a carnival barker here. I don't believe I am being a carnival barker. Uh, I, I believe what I'm about to play for you has legs. Uh, and what that means is we plan on being here for a while, and I think this is a soundbite, this is a drop that we will be able to play on the show for a very long time. I think this has staying power. Now, some of these things we play, they, we play them for a couple of weeks, and then we forget about them. We move on to the next thing. This particular story and this particular soundbite is so good. It's so stupid. It's, uh, it's so wonderful that I believe like a year from now we'll still be playing. Uh, two years from now we might bring it up just to, to look back and laugh and, and smile. Uh, so it's Bears training camp, and one of the big storylines around those that pay attention to such things in Chicago has been the fact that Mitchell Trubisky, good old Mitch Trubisky, who the Bears traded a whole bunch of players to get, has had a problem. He cannot seem to do the most basic thing. Now, the most basic thing in football, if you're a quarterback, is what? To take the snap from the center, right? This has been a problem. He's been bobbling and fumbling snaps. He's had butterfingers just trying to do the simplest thing, which is, a, I would think, a bad sign. I think that's fair to say that's a bad sign when you traded for your number one you know, future star quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, and he can't even cleanly field a snap. It's basic football 101. This is concerning in Bears training camp, but Mike Glennon is the starter. He's going to be the de facto starter in Chicago when the Bears use you know, lose their usual 14 games. So here's the veteran starter, Mike Glennon, 
And the again, the topic of training camp is about the center quarterback exchange. Listen to Mike Glennon break down his analysis of that exchange. I, I think everyone just, they have a little bit different, you know, way, you know, they one, they snap the ball, how hard it gets there, two, kind of weird, but how high their butt placement is. I mean, it, it's definitely different. You kind of, every guy's got a different feel to him. Um, I know that sounds weird to say, but uh, it's just it's just the reality of it. Uh, that's uh, Mike Glennon breaking down the butt position of the center while playing quarterback in the National Football League. So, and that's, uh, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, don't be a don't be a junior high school kid. How dare you? This is very important. The center's butt position is of the utmost importance. I know when I played quarterback in the NFL years ago, I was always wor- I was worried about where the tuchus was. Where does because you got to stand, you got your pants, your hands right behind the tuchus, and you, you got to be in the right spot there. You can't be in the wrong spot. Can I? Can we hear that again? I want to hear that again. This is Mike Glennon again on the importance of the center's buttocks in the NFL. I, I think everyone just they have a little bit different, you know way you know they one they snap the ball how hard it gets there two kind of weird but how high their butt placement is i mean it's definitely different you kind of every guy's got a different feel to him um i know that sounds weird to say but uh it's just it's just the reality of it was that michael sam or mike glennon what's going on here what the hell was that i don't know my god all right he's saying his uh Center is six three with a badunka dunk. <laughs> apparently, apparently that's the uh, that's the head the is good, but the hump is thick. <laughs> All right. See, these are things I've never thought about. Like I've ne- seriously, have, how much time have you spent thinking? Boy, I wonder if that quarterback's happy with where the ass of the center is in front of him, right? I mean, I've never – when I, I watched a million football games in my life and never one time have I turned on a Lions game or a Vikings game or a Seahawks game and said, I really hope the center's ass is in the right spot for the quarterback. Not one time have I ever thought that. And you haven't either. Don't lie to me. You have never thought about that. This has never popped into your head until now. You'll never watch football the same. This is going to be a game changer. You're going to watch football now, and you're going to be wondering, boy, I, I hope everything's okay there uh, for this for the quarterback. I hope the uh, the tuchus is high in the air enough because I want to make sure that that, that center gets the, the the ball to the quarterback. Absolutely. All right, so our Ben Maller show on Fox. So we'll we'll trim that. We'll trim a little fat off that, Danny. Yes, I think the middle part of that is the good part. I think that's drop worthy. Uh, so I think yeah, we that, could add that to the collection. Yeah, I think that needs to that needs to be added. Uh, let's go to Boo Man, who let us down. He disappointed everyone yesterday. Ooh. We had we were excited about Boo Man. Hello, I, man. How you doing, man? I, I broke protocol for Boo Man, and Boo Man wasn't there. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait! You sound like the teacher in the Peanuts. I can't understand you. I Boo Man, take your phone away from your mouth. Yeah, I know you want to yell into the phone, but we can't understand. you. Uh, not, is that better? Not, not really, but uh, we'll try. We'll try for a little bit. Okay. Now, okay, first of all, what happened, um, I'll just say uh, big girl, butt-naked twister, and baby oil. Oh, good you for you. That's what happened last night, can, man. That's, that's why I ended up. Can uh, you, now, Boo Man, can you, give, can you give a number to that guy Joe in Brooklyn? He might need, uh, he might yeah. need all those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I got a couple of booms right quick. I, I was going to do you, but I'm going to give you a break, man, because I'm still waiting to hear my theme song that I wrote and sang for you guys. But anyway, um, 
said them. What's what's his name? Um, what's his name? I Colin Cowherd. That crap he was talking about about Peyton Kershaw and and, and then he you know, Wait, sorry to interrupt here. Boo, Boo man, are you on a speakerphone? Oh, you pick your <laughs> pick your phone up, okay? Because you're very hard uh, to understand right I now. I know this calling into radio shows is a new concept. <laughs> they just started this last week. It was. I think it was, was it Google that came up with this or Apple that said we can now call in to talk radio shows? It's amazing. Yes. Hey, I think I'm going to call you back on the minute, All right, call back. Boy, that was a buzzkill again. Boo, boo, man, you're over. for uh-huh. I'm going to boo your ass, boo, man. Ooh. How dare you? What's wrong with you, boo, man? Oh, Shame on you. For two. Jeez. That's another disappointment. Bad job, bad job by all. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go to Jed who fled who's somewhere in the great state of Florida, and he is next on Fox Sports Radio. He's calling from the bathroom of his cave, apparently. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> then, first of all, uh, what's that, that, that guy that's uh, desperate and, and sad-sounding? He can have anybody in the listening audience, but Jennifer in Kentucky, um, she's mine. Right, but she doesn't it. call anymore. And she, I, I mean, she's we love there. Jennifer, but yeah, but she doesn't, I, I don't I can't get her tweets anymore because she blocked them all. I don't know what's going on with it. I hope she's okay. Well, that was really heartfelt, man. I was lying. I really don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Ben, I just want to say I'm so glad that Kaepernick did not get that job. I am, am so happy. It's unbelievable. And yeah. I have not called you since uh, Michael Vick said get a haircut and then got lambasted, uh, on, the, lambasted on the Internet. What do you make of that? What's up with that? Was that reality or was that stupid? Uh, well, I go by what Michael. I didn't think it was outrageous what Michael Vick said. He thought he was giving good advice. People were, can handle it. They were triggered by his advice, and that Kaepernick is. It's it's really uh, amusing to me because listen, I'm not going to cheer if Kaepernick doesn't get a job in the NFL. It's not his birthright to get a job in the NFL, though. Like many of these dopes in the media, the mainstream media have been campaigning for Colin I'll, Kaepernick. Yeah, I'll cheer for the both of us. But uh, they're they're big fans there. But here's here's the thing. Like Michael Vick thought he was being, he was you know on, very transparent on Fox Sports One. He gave advice, and y- you would have thought that Michael Vick had said the worst possible thing you could possibly say to another human being. Kaepernick uh, looks like he's trying to be the starting quarterback of Soul Train, and he's not going to get a job. I don't even way. know what he looks. Like. I haven't seen Kaepernick. He's in, like he's a rumor. Like he pops up every once in a while as a photo of him somewhere on the internet. But I don't know what the hell's going on with Colin Kaepernick. He. He's at letting other people talk for him, which I guess is fine. It's working. His name is out there pretty much all the time. There's a story every day about Colin Kaepernick, this and that, and uh, the media knows. And we, listen, I know, too. I'm not, I'm not beyond this. He gets people uh, react to Kaepernick, and so we talk about Colin Kaepernick. Ben, I despise Kaepernick, but I'm talking about Kaepernick. I have fallen into the same vortex. What a, yes, he's you a have, master manipulator, you, that son of a gun. You, you, are, you have fallen into the rabbit hole is what, what you have done here. The reality you just threw on me was earth-shattering. I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Why can't he get a job? Y'all take care. All right. Hey. I, when I was unemployed, I've been unemployed before because you've heard the show, but I, when I've been unemployed in radio, I don't recall anyone campaigning, so well, Ben really needs a job in radio. No, I I find my own way. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? I mean, my God, I don't get it. Ben, uh, Jed is family and all, but that seemed like a call from July. So really? we're very close to caller-free radio. I, I, that's what Coop wow. told me. Caller-free radio. Yeah. yeah, but we got Ralph here. I don't know if we can do yeah. caller-free radio. I mean, Ralph, Ralph, can, uh, Ralph, what do you Ralph's think, one hour? A, Ralph's taking a nap in the other room. I don't know if we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
See, I could give I could give you a whole dissertation of the possibility of butt angles and how that could affect the quarterback center exchange if you like. But well, that's what the, the rumor is. You do know about butt angles. <laughs> <laughs> so, <that's>, uh, <laughs> you've, uh, you've studied you porn a lot, Ralph, to know exactly where everything needs to be, and uh, you got to be prepared, man. Got that uh, site up there in the in the other room there, Ben? Or are you just pulling that one out of your brain? No, no, it's on every TV. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Jason, I come in here and every night, Jason Smith, who does the show before me on the network, he's got like 1980s movies on usually, pretty much. It's like any 80s or early 90s movies on the uh, on the TVs here. So, right now, there we got like there's a poker, a poker uh, thing. Oh, who needs to watch that? Whoa, is it, this is poker's great. Ah, oh, come on. It's great to play. Oh, I could watch this all day long. Coop, come on. You want to throw darts? Well, can we get? I, I need darts. Can we get darts on a TV, please? You know what I do like? That as far as the evergreen programming, I feel my testosterone when like guys drag trees, like giant, huge trees, and chop them. Those are those are cool shows. You know what I'm talking about? Those like tough man kind. They drag like a. Gigantic hundred thousand dollar tire. When we were kids, they had the the lumberjack. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Right, should I go back to Boo Man? How about this? I'm oh, gonna go no. back to Boo Man, and if Boo Man sucks, no more calls for a full hour. No phone calls for an hour. Boo Man, are you up to that challenge, Boo Man? I'm up to that challenge. Okay, and, and if I don't suck, I want a golden ticket. Right, so hold on. Now, Danny, this guy says if he doesn't stink, I got to give him a golden ticket. Is that a good deal? Yeah, that's fair. All right, go ahead, Boo Man. Okay. Now, first of all, on on a serious note, rest in peace, Darren Dalton and Don Baylor, man. You know, all right. Yes. Now, I got a couple of boos I want to make. First of all, to uh, Colin Kaepernick's chocolate chip cookie, uh, Nessa, Nessa, whatever her name is, <laughs> that tweeted that crap with Ray Lewis and 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 and. Samuel Jackson, you know, hey man, that that wasn't right, man. You got to boo her. Also, the, the reason I called last night, Big Fake Sean, at the, at, the, at at his house, strip club, whatever it is. Did you notice how the music went off as soon as the girl got through talking and handed him his phone? <laughs> yeah, it was a complete fraud. Oh man, yeah. come on, man. But- I could have did better than that with with my messed up phone. Anyway, we got to boo him. Yeah, we're going to boo Sean. Sean and okay. Niagara Falls, boo your ass. You weren't at a boo, strip club. Boo that fool in Arizona who's talking that crap about the Dodgers. The, the one the one was talking about they peed in the pool. I hope, I'm hope i like you, man. I hope they drop a bomb in there. Drop a deuce right there. Yeah, I agree. I, right. I, I pray they clinch in Arizona so they can yeah, destroy that'd, the that'd pool. Be, that'll be great. Yeah. Also, it's only one thing I hate about the Dodgers season and the season that they're having. Now, what's that? Ben Scully's not calling it. That's true. The game's, uh, I got to tell you, this guy on TV is tough to watch. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. On TV? Oh, you yeah. haven't heard Charlie Steiner. Oh, I like him, but uh, the, TV, the TV guy. Oh, well, much. you like the Clippers, so come on. What's wrong with that? If, People's team. If you like, you like people that stink. <laughs> the Clippers are better. Than, you're, oh, a, you're, a, you're a Laker fan. The Clippers are better than the Lakers. Yeah, hey, and watch hey, the Lakers go finish ahead of the Clippers. <laughs> oh, stop! Yeah. Listen, you, you're living in the yeah. past. It, it, hey, Boo Man, Doctor Jerry, Doctor Jerry, Boss ain't coming back. Ben Mallard. Oh, screw you! 
that's Boo Boo Man doing naked twister with a big lady last night, and then you're hanging up on me. Let's boo your ass. How dare you? You can boo my ass, but you give me a golden ticket because this is a great call. All right, fine. I'll give you a damn ass a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. I'm going to call in time for the, for the, for yeah. the jokes. Uh, I got a good one, uh, man. This- and, and Boo Man, since you're a Laker fan, this is all you're going to win all year, so I hope you enjoy that. You got the golden ticket. There he goes, uh, Boo Man. Where he goes, no one knows. Uh, very nice. Time now for the Who Am I game. This is where we pretend to be somebody else, the Who Am I game. Since 1996, I am the only quarterback taken in the first two rounds of the draft who finished with a losing uh, college record, but – has a winning record in the NFL. Again, since 1996, there's only been one quarterback that had a losing record in college but has a winning record in the NFL. Who am I? A night without the Ben Maller Show is like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We are different. Join our community on Facebook like the official Facebook page at Ben Maller Show. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here is Ben Maller. Well, exciting news. We've decided to time shift. The MLB picking for ratings purposes. We're going to push it back to next hour because the ratings, I think, will be bigger next hour. So we've made a executive decision. But here's the, yeah. the Who Am I game. Since 1996, I'm the only quarterback taken in the first two rounds of the draft who had a losing record in college but a winning record in the NFL. Who am I? Lon from Stillwater is going with Helmet Man. Uh, Boo Man was guessed by a number of people. Robin Vegas went with the Ro- Randy Macho Man Savage as his answer. Robin Barstow goes with Drew Brees. Jake Cutler guessed by G. All right, what's your answer, Danny? Future Hall of Famer Mark Wilson. Uh, no. Damn. Believe it or not, Drew This is Drew Stanton of the Cardinals. He had a losing record at Michigan State, winning record in the NFL. That's it since 1996. Wow. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Oh, stop. Shut up. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Glad you are with us this hour. Spend some time hanging out, yapping, you there, we're here, and uh, now I I like to think that overall, if you listen a couple days a week to this show, or even just once a week, that overall we take about we we talk about a wide ranging number of things. That uh, and I pride myself on that. We we don't uh, fall into the trap that many shows fall into, where they just do one topic radio. Uh, or they do a four-hour show, and they do two hours, and then just repeat the two hours, talk about the same things. We don't do that uh, on this show. We we get together here under the cover of darkness, and I, I like to believe that we solve all of the problems in sports. For four hours, we get together. We have a, a, a meeting, uh, a little roundtable, and uh, we have all the answers. If I don't have the answer, you come in here, you help out, you got the answer, and we've been doing it for a long time. Now, lately... I have been getting uh, some pushback from people that have been triggered by the events that are going on in the world of sports these days, and they cannot handle the big stories of the day in sports, that these things are troubling, and they're blaming me that I'm the bad guy. No, I can take it. I'm fine with it. But I want to address it here. 
Now, there are three things that have been constantly driving people batty. You know what those three things are? There's three people just saying their names on the radio. I get angry messages on my inbox. People very upset. And I'm, I'm starting to think that these people that email me either don't know how to use social media or have just decided that they, they learned how to use email and they haven't advanced. So they're like, I don't want to use social media. I, once I learned how to use email, that was it. I, don't, I know that most people have not used email much these days, but these people do. Anyway, so the complaints have been, is three names. Now, I want to I see if you can guess those names. Right? Based on comprehensive investigation of the last couple of weeks, and really a, a couple of months, of social media, but mostly it was email, it's pretty easy to figure out. But uh, you, you got the names in your head here? Now, one of them is obvious. I'm about to say it. It's going to be a shock jock. Here we go. Colin Kaepernick. Woo! You're, last I took a call from Jed who fled, who was all worked up about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, that's one. Uh, here's one that we have not talked about much recently, but I still get messages about this particular person. LeBron James, LeBron James. People get upset about LeBron. Anything related to LeBron. You got the pro-LeBron camp, the anti-LeBron camp, and it's it's not split right down the middle. It's not. And the final name is a name that I really like to bring up, and I often try to find stories about this person. I find him fascinating. I find him compelling. I find him interesting. And I get a big kick out of stories about this particular person. And his life. You know who that is? LaVar Ball. Now it went up to $3 billion. That's right. So the blowback from these guys has caused some verbal shrapnel to fly back my way. And I'm okay with that. But, uh, again, some of our more sensitive listeners, and you know who you are, are upset just hearing those names. So I wanted to talk about this. Now the question is, this. You listen. You're part of this. It's a bit of a democracy, although ultimately I guess it's not, but we like to pretend it's a democracy. So does this show you're listening to, the Ben Maller show, talk too much about Colin Kaepernick, LeBron James, and LeVar Ball? Is that real or is it imagined? Is it not real? Now, in my chair where I'm sitting here, and I, I'm the one that puts this all together on a daily basis, I would say this is not real. It is not real at all. And and after a thorough review, I determined that this is your imagination running wild. So I I had a couple of thoughts on this. Now, uh, this is, I like to call it the Holy Trinity. And we play the hits and also bad for business. So I got three thoughts on this. Now, number one, Colin Kaepernick, LeBron James, and LeVar Ball, they all have something in common. And, and I just revealed what that is. These three people have become the ballistic missiles of sports talk radio. Uh, you know, the, the, the peacenik listener cannot handle the name, just hearing the name. They, they are polarizing, mesmerizing, and together, LeVar Ball, LeBron James, and Colin Kaepernick form the holy trinity of sports talk radio topics. Uh, they do. Uh, now, we have talked a lot about Colin Kaepernick. Why? Because we are in the the business of talking about the, the news of the day. And Colin Kaepernick has been in the news of the day. Even though he hasn't played football, 
in a long time. Hasn't played good football in a very long time. But because we are the exception to the rule here, while most of the sports shows, and I don't listen to them all, but this is what I'm told, uh, most of them seem to be massaging uh, Colin Kaepernick's shoulders and pr- pretty much uh, you know, giving him a toe rub. They have to take off his pig socks to give him a toe rub. But th- they've been campaigning openly for his employment. We don't do that around these parts, and we understand that, as we've said many times, it's not a birthright to play in the NFL, and if you protest on the job, just look at this way. If you imagine showing up to your workplace and protesting in full view of the customers, would your employer keep you? The chances are probably not. Probably not. And, and the NFL is a business, and he is bad for business. So we've brought that up many times, and we keep going around in circles here, and there's other people that are convinced. They love all of it. They love the anti-police rhetoric. They love the anti-U.S. Uh, rhetoric. Can't get enough of it. They think it's great, and they're, they're on the opposite side. So if you talk about Kaepernick, you're going to annoy a certain percentage of people. But overall, Kaepernick, he spoke by his actions, which are allowed, and now the owners are doing what they want to do. They're speaking with their actions, and so there's no real problem with that, but apparently a lot of people are convinced that this is a big issue. So we bring it up quite a bit. We bring it up quite a bit. Meanwhile, you got LeBron James who is also great for conversation. Why? Because a good number of people despise LeBron James. Is it 50%? Maybe a little less than that. They think that LeBron, and a lot of this is true, is pampered, entitled, and spoiled, and he's a brat. And LeBron lives in a world of bubbles. He goes from one bubble to another bubble. And so we like to have fun, uh, you know, just kind of popping the bubbles from time to time. Now, the second thing, uh, there is a philosophy that we have around these parts, and it's something I learned early on. You play the hits. And if you listen to, like, a top 40-type radio station, you'll play the hits, and you turn that radio station on, they're playing a bunch of oldies. That is annoying. That is false advertising. We, we solve the sports world's controversies, as we say, on a, on a daily basis. It would be a disservice to avoid LeBron Kaepernick, and my man, LeVar Ball. I forgot about LeVar Ball. This guy, LeVar Ball, I get a kick out of this guy. He has been providing comic relief for months. Uh, And Shaquille O'Neal doesn't get it. Michael Jordan doesn't get it. And a host of other big-name guys in the NBA. They're thin-skinned. They don't get the comedic value of LeVar Ball. The sense of comedic timing, the humor that he provides. LeVar has been a gift He's got the gift of gab, and I love it. I and much to the chagrin of many people here with Levar Ball, they don't, they don't they don't like it. They can't stand it. He is more popular now with the youth uh, than ever. Right, the, the AAU basketball in Vegas, people lined up out the door, hundreds of thousands of people watching on Facebook Live, and he is for basketball what Dana White is to the UFC or Bob Arum is to boxing. And and he except Lavar Ball just promotes Lavar Ball and the ball spawn, that's what he does. So he's a, a slightly different there. But the the bottom line, it would be bad for business. It would be bad for business in these parts to avoid the Holy Trinity. It would be bad. Unlike other uh, shows again, which do you know, three or four hours and they do one topic radio and they get paid a lot more money. Maybe I would I should do that because they seem to do better than me. Uh, but we have reached a compromise here. And I'll give you an example. Like, just in recent days, if you've listened to the, to the live show, the podcast, 
we have done shows focused in on Gary Sanchez. Last night we did a whole monologue about Gary Sanchez who got benched over the weekend, the all-star catcher for the Yankees, because he sucks at defense and he doesn't prepare for games apparently, and the Yankees were fed up and they benched him. We talked about that. We've talked a lot about the greatest story in baseball, the Dodgers, who are just killing everybody and, and dominating the sport of baseball, which is really annoying the Northeastern Corridor. Because they expect the Yankees and Red Sox to dominate any time a team outside of that. They were okay with the Cubs, but the Cubs have a national following. The Dodgers have a national following, too. In fact, over the weekend, there were more Dodger fans in New York watching the Dodgers-Mets than there were actually Mets fans watching that. But we talked about that particular issue. We even did a show on Brock Osweiler, Deshaun Watson. It has not just been the Holy Trinity. We are able, like a ninja, to mix in the Holy Trinity with a bunch of other crap, which is mildly hit radio. Mildly hit radio. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, on Fox. And if you would like to be part, you can give us a call right now. And uh, you know the number. You can give us a buzz. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And our Facebook page is Ben Maller Show. That's Ben Maller Show. Now, meanwhile... Uh, Roger Goodell, this is a yearly story now. We'll bring in the other guys. Ralph's sleeping. He's in a sleep room. Uh, and we've got the I Danny. can give you a whole dissertation of butt angles. I know, Ralph. I know you're fascinated with the buttocks. Uh, I understand that. But uh, Danny G's here in Coop. So Roger Goodell, for the last, I want to go three years. I think I'm going low on that. I believe I'm going low. For the last three years, the same storyline has popped up every time uh, around around this time of the year we're, we're going to head into the first week first full week of of exhibition football and roger goodell gives the same sermon every year he says i would like to reduce the number of preseason games uh, i'm the good guy i'm not the bad guy i realize what a scam this is to charge regular season prices for crap and it's a ripoff and a scam and he gets on the you know his bully pulpit and talks about how he's the good guy and he's going to change it. You know he's going to work on it. And he knows the fans aren't happy. He knows the players aren't happy, and the coaches don't really need it. He understands that. So he says, Roger Goodell, this is the same thing he's repeated verbatim for the last several years. Goodell says he wants to cut the number of exhibition games to three. Right now they play four. He wants to get down to three, and then he says eventually he wants to get down to two. Now, my question is this. What the F is taking so long? He's the commissioner of the NFL, right? Is he getting that much pushback from the owners, that much blowback from the owners that he can't, he cannot convince them to just figure out a way to make more revenue? And I don't even know how much revenue they make from these preseason games. When I watch the exhibition games, the stadiums often look like they're pretty much empty, uh, and I, I know this is a time where you give tickets to people. Uh, you know, you don't normally get to go to an NFL game. I get that, and then there is some value in that, but not at the full price. Yeah, that's what I did with my season tickets when I had them for a decade. I would just give them to friends, family, people that I knew had yeah. never got to experience an NFL game before. But for the football fan who spends thousands of dollars on season tickets. It's worthless. You don't. You're not interested in seeing the preseason, and it's not good for the players either. This should have been knocked down to three games years ago. Yeah. Well, and like like training camp. How do they? The, the whole training camp thing. They don't need training camp anymore. Do they need training camp? They not, don't need not, training camp. Not with the the way the players train 
all year round now. I mean, yeah. it could be shortened for sure. But they charge money. They have uh, you know stands out. You go to a training camp. They oh, charge all the for corporate par- sponsors out there. Corporate yeah. sponsors. A you got parking. They charge for. Uh, they they make money on that. I was and- in Oxnard two preseasons ago, and yeah. it looks like a freaking festival there. Yeah, it, it's like a carnival. But it's not like needed because players are ready. You you could have what two weeks of practice before the regular season and start the season. You could be ready to go in two weeks. All right, so Ben Maller, Sean Fox. Now we don't do shout outs on this show. We do not. It's against the rules. Uh, corporate has said no. You know what, who does shout outs? Morning zoos do shout outs. Yeah. Now what if you were a rebel though, and so you didn't listen to them? Yeah. Well, if I was a rebel, I might give a shout out to Brian, Officer Brian, who's at a secret location somewhere in the San Gabriel Valley in Southern California. Now, I don't know if I'm allowed to give out his location because I don't want to get him in trouble because uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm getting in trouble or not, but he's, I'm told he's listening right now. So at the donut out. shop? What's that? At the donut shop? Oh, look at Coop taking a cheap <laughs> shot. Not there Officer Brian, I know Koopa Loop's uh, driver's uh, his license plate. If you want to give him a ticket, <laughs> I know where he drives home, too. So if you want to pull him over, uh, give him a nice citation. We know which McDonald's he gets two English McMuffins at. Yeah, so if you want, I'll uh, just uh, have your uh, person text me, uh, Officer Brian. I'll make sure that the Koop the Loop over here. See, actually, in, in, present. in our neck of the woods yeah. here in the, uh, in the Valley area. The San Fernando Valley yes. of Southern California, we do the show from here. The... Uh, local police hangout spot is actually the Western Bagel, not a, not a donut is shop. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Why is that? There's a bunch of donut shops around here. Everywhere, I'm, everywhere I'm not sure, but I mean, yeah. it's a 24-hour bagel shop, so I mean, maybe yeah. that's why. But Well, a fresh bagel, though. You would admit. I mean, Oh, oh man. Right See, out of the oven? That's <laughs> how I know that it's the police hangout spot, because anytime I get off from here, yeah. after the show, I go and pick up a dozen fresh yeah. bagels. Oh, Coop, those bagels, Coop gets man. 13 of them, and he tries to budget them out for two <laughs> days or three no, days, no, no, no. and it never works out that way. I freeze them now. Yeah. No, see, the thing about the bagel, the bagel is one of those things. you got to eat it right away. If you don't eat it right away, though, I feel like it becomes a, a, a food that you don't enjoy. It's that's like, true, but right? that's why I, I, I freeze them right away. I, yeah. well, I, you know, I, I eat a few of them first, yeah, sure. and then I freeze the rest. Just to make sure they're safe. It's yeah. perfect. I got you. Yeah. All right, we'll take your phone calls again. You know the number. We're on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities and money. Money, money, money. That's the key. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charmed Circle. It's easy to do. Follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And follow our executive producer, Justin Cooper, the Coop de Loop, at UH Bronco Fan. I went to I went to school dressed up as a... Uh, as a giant tampon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop. That's a drop. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here he is, Ben Maller. We will have Maller to the third degree coming up in a couple minutes. And the reaction to the Maller monologue, uh, Tesh uh, writes in, says, I cannot believe, Ben, you just did a monologue on the subjects of your past monologues. So there you go. That's the kind of response I was looking for. Ernie says, LeBron, LeVar, and Cap are the biggest sports threesome since Magic, Arsenio, and Paula Abdul. Allegedly. That's uh, from Ernie. Timothy says, I thought the holy trinity of controversial sports talk figures were Kaepernick, LeBron, and Real Talk. 
That's his line. And then Matt, who is a Cowboy fan, says, I like you, Ben. But you knew there was a buddy. You can't just say, hey, I like you, and just tweet that. How about, I like you, period, bam, send, you're good. Tweet. Uh, But no, Matt says, I like you, Ben, but stop ball-washing the Dodgers. You know they are going to choke once October hits, just saying for Matt. All right, Matt, uh, you are wrong. What I am doing right now is enjoying the journey, not just the destination, which will be a world championship this year, the 2017 Dodgers. Your World Series champions from the Cubs to the Dodgers. Be ready. I remember last year there was all this BS about people analyzing and dissecting the Cubs about how they were going to be this great dynasty for years to come. No, no. The Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, building up to a wonderful run of championships since beginning this year with a – you talk about the wow factor. You talk about amazing what this team is doing. I know we're doing the preamble. This is like our pregame show for the World Series for the Dodgers, but it's insane how good this team is right now. All right, so Ben Maller, show on Fox. Rachel is in Southern California on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Rachel. Ben, how are you? You, you, you spoke about the thing that I was going to mention. The Dodgers, they are Major League Baseball's assassins. They're keeping their eye on the prize, and they have a thing for the ring. That's correct. They do have a thing for the ring. and, and, and also Wait, Rachel, nice... go to page 12. Danny, why are you so jealous of Rachel? Leave her alone. No, 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 Ben. I, I, she does great work. Yeah. So, She's part of our imaging department. No, no. You're mocking her. She's no, uh, no, wonderful. I am not. Do, look how many of the opens she's on now and the uh, different promos on the network. That's because she's great. She's got a sultry voice. People like to hear what she has to say. Well, you know what, Ben? Um, I enjoy watching uh, Mike Trout, and I think he's a great baseball player. But wouldn't you think that he could have at least played in one um, Home run derby no, and no, one no, no, baseball no, no. classic, don't you think? Oh no, that would be that would be horrible, man. He, listen, Mike Trout does not want he does not want to do those kind of things because those are for the fans, and he doesn't want to do it. He's not he's not about the fans. It would have helped his uh, street cred, and I think it would have also made him a, a better figure for the face of baseball. Are, are you saying, Rachel, that Mike Trout, who lives in near the beach in Orange County and plays in Anaheim, doesn't have street cred? Is that what you're are you trying to say that? Because when I think of street cred, I think of Mike Trout. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't know. He's a two-time All-Star oh, Game go. MVP. Here we go. The, the All-Star Game is the definition of a game yeah. for the people. I forgot I have Mike Trout's PR guy on oh, my staff obviously, here. Oh, obviously, obviously. You know what, Ben? I'm, I'm a little worried about Eddie. I mean, he should bring some sound bites from that uh, Hall of Fame game, don't you think? Or a video. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, he, Eddie, I liked when he worked on the show, but I think we got a good replacement with Ralph, and Ralph's doing a, uh, a fine uh, job. He's wonderful. Why, thank you. So well, those were all are, lies. Uh, Ralph, I, I do agree, but, I mean, when he comes back, Eddie's going to need to bring in those, son- those sound bites. Now, how do you know he's coming back? I mean, I don't know that he's coming back. I have no idea. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I... I Mum's a word. He yeah. better bring food if he's coming back. I think, you know, he might need to take a few more days to recover, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a little tough. The diva of all time. Yeah. Well, he actually took a, he, yeah, he took a bus uh, from, from Ohio, so it was a little tough. So, all right, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Rachel. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Let's go to Steve, who's in uh, Southern California on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Steve. Hello, Ben. Holy crap, where to begin? Um, 
I was wondering if there was going to be a took us elevation metric at the uh, next year's combine. First of all, yeah. But well, if, if you're if you're going to play center, you got to measure your your the butt placement is very important. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, secondly, the uh, as far as your trinity, um, I'm sick and sick and tired of hearing about Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick, he needs to he needs to um, make his desires you know evident. He needs to go on an interview somewhere and say, I want to play football. And uh, you know, as far as his toxic girlfriend getting in his head. That's just that's just nonsense. I don't know why would, why would you say she's toxic? I love she's really good at making memes. I mean, I and really bring, that's bringing wonderful. people and, together. Yeah, she, well, that's wonderful, and she's speaking for him. But you know, I don't care about his politics. I don't care about anything like that. The fact is, he first the first thing he has to do is is demonstrate some desire to play football, and then answer for the fact that for the last few years he's been playing badly. Although there's been plenty of reasons for that, you know, he yeah. needs to. First, you know, make that desire and then show that he's ready for a fresh start. No, no, and, no one. Just like you're not going to go pick up nuclear waste. No one's touching Colin Kaepernick. He is at this point nuclear waste until proven otherwise. No, I agree, and that's up to him. And it's not beneath him to say in any interview, even if he wants to talk about his social justice thing. Say, look, hey, I love football. I want to play. This is another part of my life. Basically, you know, give me another chance in a new venue with a fresh start, and all will be fantastic. I don't, I, mean, I, don't foresh- I don't foreshadow Kaepernick doing that. How about that? I don't see I don't, Kaepernick. I don't either. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. Yeah, I got and, you. Okay, um, as far as your uh, the other things. Um, you got, you got a whole this. list here, Steve. You're prepared. Well, I mean, uh, well, I was, I've been, I was listening to your monologue while I was on hold. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, w- I would have picked um, Alex Smith for your QB um Winning percentage in college and in, no, but he uh, had, he won a lot. No, this is like losing quarterbacks in college. It's just no, not, no, I know, but he didn't. Yeah. He play in Utah or something. Yeah, but I didn't he won. They, they, uh, they had a great. I think they with Urban Meyer was his quarterback at Utah. They had a great okay. or a coach rather. Urban okay. Meyer was the coach at Utah, but they had a really good team in in Salt Lake. The the Utes. What is a okay, Ute? I, no, no, I, I can yeah. see that. I can see that. I was just annoyed that I got it wrong. And lastly, the 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 NFL um, preseason. Why don't they just go with uh, a second bye week and just have no preseason games? So you want to have like a just add two regular season games? Is that what you're? No, 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 no. Just, um, just add an just have a sec- Just have the the uh, the schedule as is with the uh, the original four yeah. preseason and the regular season, and just have a second bye week and have a, an entire season. That would take care of the the. Um, yeah. All right. Or- yeah, I got you. I don't know about that idea. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. All right, so Ben Maller Show on Fox, and uh, let's get to it. What do you say? The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller. We will get to the MLB pick, and we time-shifted it, and Maller to the third degree. But first, money, money, money. This guy, Brandon Albert. Do you know who that is? Brandon Albert, he's a offensive lineman. Last week, he announced his retirement from the National Football League. Albert, a left tackle, had been in Jacksonville, and he walked away from the Jacks. He said, that's it. I'm done. Uh, thank you, Tom Coughlin. Thank you, Dave Caldwell. Uh, all the other big shots in Jacksonville. I'm out of here. Well, now we have learned he has decided that he, he has had a change of heart. He has had a change of heart. Now, why did he have a change of heart? He now decides he wants to play. A week later, he has decided, I would like to come back. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
The reason Brandon Albert has decided that he wants to come back and play is because someone informed him that his contract, the language in his contract, indicated that if he did not continue his career in Jacksonville, that he would have to sign over a check for $3.4 million. Damn! So suddenly his desire to play in the NFL returned. All of a sudden he's like, well, so it's not that bad. I can get a free trip to London every year. Why not? I thought you were going to say it's because he was with his wife and kids for a whole week. <laughs> well, that might be part of it, too. That, that could be part of it. But, no, somebody informed him, hey, uh, there's a, a payback clause in your contract. We'd like over $3 million. Uh, please send the check care of the Jacksonville Jaguars football club. Uh, make it, uh, you know, payable real quick. All right, let's 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 get to this. The MLB pick will also go back-to-back with the Mallard of the third degree, but it is the MLB pick And let's try to get to this quick. Who's going to go first? I believe that would be Mr. Buttocks himself. All right. Uh, Ralph is in the catbird seat. Ralph, we're going to pick three. MLB players. Let's get through this as quickly as we can. Our tribute to fantasy baseball. First pick, Ralph. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's gone. I'll take Daniel Murphy. Coop DeLoop. Mike Trout. Shocking. All right. Danny G. Can he make it four in a row? Joey Votto. Joey Votto. And Goldie, Paul Goldschmidt. All right. Paul Goldschmidt. Back to you, Coop. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve's gone. I will take... Robbie Cano, don't you know? Ralph, the back-to-back. John Carlos Stanton. Yeah. And George Springer. And George Springer. I- I'm going to go Manny Machado in a grand slam in Anaheim for the O's on Monday night. Coop, who you got? I'll go with Javier Baez. Javier Baez. Okay. Hit a home run for the Cubbies. What do you got, Danny? Last uh, pick. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Yeah. The Dodgers in Arizona. Yeah, he's uh, back near home. That's right. Spent his youth, a lot of it, in Arizona. Plus, his dad was playing, though. He's traveling around all over the place. All right, there it is, Maller. Uh, Maller to the third-degree time right now. So we go from one thing, we pivot, we go the other direction. We zig, we zag, we go over here. Just like that. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is, yet again, Mallard of the third degree. And uh, who do we have? Who do we have? Let's go with Coop the Loop. What you got for me? Well, yesterday you accurately pointed out that the Miami Dolphins essentially replaced their average quarterback with another average quarterback in Jay Cutler. Well, according to a report out of NFL Network, there's a chance it could be more than just a one-year thing for Cutler and the Dolphins. Now, Ben, let's assume that there's something to this report. How well would Cutler and the Dolphins have to do for Tannehill to be supplanted? All right, so so the the question is that Cutler plays so well that Tan Hill's out. Yeah, how uh, well? Uh, would okay, we all right. I, I'm going to set the odds at, at this. The chances of this happening at three percent. I'm going to go three percent on this. A Jay Cutler would have to be a top ten quarterback. We'll start with that. He'd have to be a top ten quarterback and have the body language of Steve Harvey, but Steve Harvey on TV, not Steve Harvey when you see him in the hallways at the radio show. So he'd have to have that good body language like Steve Harvey on the Family Feud and win a playoff game. If all three of those things happen, if Jay Cutler's a top-ten quarterback, he has great body language, and the Dolphins win a playoff game, then the Dolphins will want to stay in the Jay Cutler business. Do I see that happening? No. And B, had... Had he stayed healthy, Ryan Tannehill, it is a fair point and should be mentioned by those that pay much more 
attention to the Dolphins than I do, that Ryan Tannehill was facing a critical moment in his career, meaning that he has been treading water for many years. He hasn't gotten better, and he's gotten a little worse. It has gotten to the point now where it's almost an untenable situation for the Dolphins. But that has been pushed back, right? We're looking at a make-and-break year for Tannehill, but he's not going to play, so we push that back. The smart money says they give Tannehill one more chance, so this is a blink-and-you'll-miss-it situation with Jay Cutler in Miami and years from now, you'll be like, do you remember when Cutler played for the Dolphins? Of course, no one will ask that question. Next! Another report coming out of the NFL this past weekend was that the Kansas City Chiefs are hoping to streamline the workload for their breakout star in Tyreek Hill. Andy Reid confirmed that they will be eliminating a sizable chunk of Hill's return duties so that it takes a little off his plate. Now, Ben, the return game was a huge part of Hill's success last season. Do you think he can match that success as a featured wideout? Well, as Keyshawn Johnson, as Keyshawn Johnson used to uh, to bitch about back in the day, get me the damn ball. Get me the damn ball. Yeah, I am in the Tyreek camp. I, I guess I'm a bootlicker for Tyreek Hill from his ability as a football player. This is a smart move for Andy Reid. Number one, Tyreek Hill is as fast as a cheetah out on the field. This guy's insane how quick this guy is. He's the top playmaker they've got in Kansas City. The more he gets his hands on the ball, it's like Kobe Bryant, hands on ball, hands on ball. you got to get Tyreek Hill, get his hands on the football, the better off the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be. And considering how fast Hill can accelerate in the open field, it is easy, very easy to project into the future and see this guy being a monster playmaker if he gets the opportunity to touch the football on a regular basis. And number two, y- you've got to take the good with the bad. Tyreek is listed at 5'10", 185. He's actually bigger. Do you notice? He is physically bigger than Antonio Brown, who has been a breakout star for several years in Pittsburgh. So I, I expect that, that, that this guy's going to be great if they get him the ball. The question is, you got Alex Smith and a rookie. A quarterback. So is that enough to get the football to Tyreek Hill if you're Andy Reid? And, but absolutely I would do this. He's faster, uh, Tyreek, than Antonio Brown. You go for the quality of the performance, not the longevity of it. And even if he only plays a few years as a dominant receiver, you've got to take that if you're the Chiefs here. He's going to get knocked around as a return man also. Next! Now, during yesterday's show, you told us about the extravagant post-Hall of Fame party that Jerry, June, Jerry Jones threw for himself that yeah. ended up costing in the neighborhood of $10 million. No, it was like $16 million. 10, 10 to $16 million. It was $16 million. I, that's, I, my people tell me that. <laughs> ben, if, if you had a party budget of $16 million, what would you spend it on? You know what I'd do? I would help people make money. Money makes money, as they say. So I, first of all, I would hire Warren Buffett. Okay, I would bring Warren Buffett in. And I would have him give a wealth-building seminar. I would go to that party. Right? How cool. Warren Buffett, I, I, I keep going back to that documentary, Being Buffett. I love it. Man, that guy is the coolest old dude. I want to hang out and just uh, talk uh, BS with that guy. So I'd, I'd bring him in, and I'd, I'd give everyone advice on how to become rich. And, I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Yeah, and, and then if that didn't go well, I, did, I just have like a big listener party. right? Like all the P1 listeners get together. We'll, we'll rent out an airport hangar. And as far as you can see, right, nothing but walls of mallard, garlic, onion, bell pepper, pizza, 
the Ben Maller chicken fingers, the most delicious soft pretzels, the most delicious foods you could possibly imagine. Yeah, you're going to chop a couple days off your life, but it's delicious. You'll enjoy the hell out of it, and it'll be a great story. We'll have a wonderful time. We'll have Rachel over here. We'll have uh, Phylexis on the other side so they don't fight. We don't want a cat fight. Tammy in Montana will be there. Real Talk will be on a podium because he's the king of the callers. He'll be looking down to everybody. We'll have Jed over there ranting and raving about something else. Helmet Man will be trying to sell crap to people that are listening. It'll be just wonderful. It'll be great. Everyone's going to love it. I'll even bring Pencil Neck Ray in. We'll dig him up. We'll bring him back. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner! Pencil Neck. Oh, I missed that guy. He he called the other day, right? He called the other day. We we're, we think he called on the, the Insta Advice line. We believe he did, yeah. All right, uh, Ben Maller show on Fox. Time now for the Insta Trivia. And uh, now, depending on how old you are, this should be pretty easy. This should be pretty easy for you. Uh, name the best-selling recording artist, one of the greats in music back in the 20th century. Yeah, this guy sold over a billion records, tapes, compact discs, digital downloads, the whole thing around the world. And he also owned a percentage of a major league baseball team. Again, best-selling recording artist of the 20th century, and he sold over a billion records, uh, according to the music people, and he owned a percentage of a major league baseball team. That's the instant trivia. The answer next. The Ben Maller Show has been called the most unique show on sports radio, and we need your help with our guerrilla marketing campaign. Use your social media pages to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Now more of the general insanity from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Big Ben. We will have all in. We have time for that, we believe, so we'll go to that coming up here in a minute. But the Insta Trivia, named the best-selling recording artist. This guy was a legend in the 20th century. Sold over a billion records, tapes, compact discs, digital downloads, the whole thing. Uh, around the world, and he also owned a percentage of a Major League Baseball team. Uh, That is the question. What's the answer? Big Boy's going with MC Hammer is his answer. Uh, Rob checks in. Rob in Vegas, uh, who I I guess i got to hang out with Rob next time I'm in Vegas or one of these times. Uh, The Iron Sheik is Rob's guest. Neil Diamond thrown out by Just Josh. Uh, Who else do we have here? Uh, Random guesses coming in. William Shatner. Our spats with Shats, guest by Mooch. Uh, Jimmy in Maine says former Fox Sports Radio employee Eddie Garcia is the answer. John Denver thrown out by Captain Cliche. I don't think anyone has this right. Bob guessed Gene Autry as his answer. Jason actually did get it right. Bad job by you, Jason. Ruining my fun. How dare you? All right. Uh, do you have an answer? Uh, Jonathan in Philly went with Jay-Z. Uh, what do you say, Danny G? Oh, this is easy. The legendary Vanilla Ice. Ice, ice, baby. Uh, no. And it's not Frank Sinatra, which the Smoke Runner guessed. The correct answer. A legend. You've heard this guy's music, even if you don't. You've heard the name, but you really know what he did. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. had a. Ton- he made a ton of money back in the day. He... Owned a small percentage. He had a small percentage of the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team back in the day. Uh, Bing Crosby, who was behind music such as uh, the White Christmas, uh, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, and a bunch of other classics back in the day. Let's uh, let's what 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 you said the White Christmas. Oh, what was I supposed? Racist. To say? I don't know. Is it just White Christmas? 
Well, whatever. All right, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, all right. Congratulations. You got to play a little drop. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Yeah. It's Ben Maller, and he's going all in. I'll go all in. All in. I'm going to go all in. Uh, I learned a valuable lesson. Don't pick bad teams, even if it seems like a good spot. Padres got bashed. Uh, so ha- anybody else win? Anyone? Uh... I did, Ben. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. I was the that's winner. exciting, Coop. Very exciting. All right, I'm going to go chalk. Uh, Chris Sale, when he pitches, the Red Sox typically win. I think he lost last time out against Tampa, but I'm going to take Sale and the Red Sox, big favorites. Uh, Ralph, do you want to play? Or yes. No? Okay, uh, who would you like to pick? I've got Baltimore uh, plus 105 at the Angels. All right, you're going to go with the Orioles as a live dog on the road. What about you, Danny G. Ralph announced that Mike Trout got his 100th hit. I'm thinking he's going to get 101 <laughs> against the Orioles. So I got the Angels. Blah, hear- blah, 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 blah. I would blah. like to hear that again. I think that we should save that. Uh, and uh, Coop, what do you got? Ben, I'm also going to go with a live dog. I'm going to go with the New York Yankees to beat the Toronto Blue Jays. All right. They're going with the Yankees. There it is. The MLB pick. That's not the MLB pick. It was the Mallard of the third degree. We just happened to pick all baseball games. So it kind of was the MLB pick in a way. I, one of the big names that changed teams in the NBA and not exactly locked up to a new contract. And we told you this was likely to happen back in the day. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up in a couple minutes, one of the big names in sports has been called cheap and Someone that is dependent on getting his shoulders rubbed, uh, having yes-men all around him, which could be anybody in sports. Uh, But we'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. But I wanted to start with the Rockettes uh, of Houston fame. And if you had the Rockets immediately giving Chris Paul a new contract, you are a loser. Now, maybe you've tuned out the NBA because you figure all the good transactions have already happened. And most NBA teams are on vacation right now. This is the time where they just chill out. Not much happens. A chance to wind down before they wind up. I think we're like 70 days away or something from the start of the next NBA season. It's going to be here before, before you know. In fact, yeah, 70 days exactly from today, the 72nd NBA season will kick off. The Golden State Warriors will be hosting somebody. We don't know who, uh, but October 17th. So with that as the backdrop, I present to you, if you did not see this, Daryl Morey, uh, the man who would like to get rid of all individual awards in basketball because, you know, crazy talk. Why not? Because uh, his guy didn't win, and I agree, his guy should have won, but he didn't. So the Rockettes general manager, Daryl Morey, admitting that Houston has had some conversations with Chris Paul about becoming a free agent and avoiding that, the impending free agency, but... No decision will be made right now. In fact, the Rockets are putting an embargo on this, and they will not discuss a contract again, according to the Rockets GM, until after the 2018 NBA regular season. So let's talk about this. Now, the question, what do you make of what appears to be reluctance by the Rockets to give Chris Paul one of those cookie-cutter $100 million contract extensions? 
Now, for me, this is a couple of things. It's confirmation, and it's also hedging your bets is what it is. And I'll tell you why. A, the Rockets have publicly done what? They have fawned all over Chris Paul. They have. They, they've got no shame in their game. And so that is their public position. The, the, the Houston Rockets have been very straightforward on this. They, they love Chris Paul, and they've said nothing but wonderful things about him. Privately, though, you would think the basketball ops department has some doubt. They have a little bit of doubt. This is confirmation, confirmation that what we talked about for several months was right regarding Chris Paul. Jerry West, the logo, made a brilliant decision to trade Chris Paul. He unloaded CP3 at the end of his basketball prime. And the fact that Daryl Morey is playing the waiting game tells you all you need to know. And I know the Rockets are going through a transition and all that, but that didn't stop Leslie Alexander from throwing a couple of Brinks trucks the direction of James Harden. And, and B, the Rockets, we know they are hedging their bets. We know that is the case. Houston is unwilling. They're not unable. They're unwilling to commit long-term, which is the right position. right? This is the right position. Uh, but they want to see a couple of things at least until uh, they're willing to go there. Number one, the obvious question is how much gas does the Chris Paul jalopy have left in the tank. He's 32. He's had a fragile run here of injuries, not typically the ingredients for long-term success. I believe you'd agree with me on that. That's a fair statement. You can say, oh, you're just a clipper. You're a bitter clipper guy. That's an accurate analysis of what's going on here. And number two, can Chris Paul assimilate with James Harden? I know these guys are BFF in the offseason. They're hanging out together, playing in Drew League games and and all the other nonsense, but this is a weird science experiment. Again, it's not a debatable position. James Harden and Chris Paul expect to hit the ground running. They expect to start like they've been playing together for 15 years, and that doesn't mean it's going to happen that way. You've got a couple of guys here who demand the ball. They are heavy possession of the ball guards or forwards or in the NBA. So what does that mean going forward? It means a chance, pretty good chance it's not going to work. You've got uh, guys who demand to have the, the basketball, and if they don't get it, then they got props. Who's going to accommodate the other person? Chris Paul's entire career, and he's had a Hall of Fame career, but a lot of that is let me dribble the ball for 18 to 20 seconds and then with about four seconds or so, maybe a few more, I'll then throw the ball to get an assist. But I'm going to hold on to the ball as long as I can, and then at the last second I'll try to get that assist. Uh, now, James Harden has not always been a point guard, but even when he wasn't a point guard, he, he demanded the basketball in, in a more timely manner than that. So it, it is much like the baseball playoffs. This is a spin of the slot machine situation. And the Rockets should be very wary of this, and it appears they are. This is not some tried and tested combo. And what are the odds that this is actually going to work? I would say the odds are, what, 15%? I believe I'm being fair with that. The last thing, the parting shot here, 
it is NBA championship or bust for the Rockets. Houston winning 55 games and getting bounced in the second round for this franchise ain't going to work because the Rockets are invested in the Chris Paul business. You get a 32-year-old point guard, and the, the argument is this is going to put them over the top, right? That's why they got him. They got Chris Paul. The, the Rockets believe this guy's going to push them over the top. Certainly the Warriors are a better team, and you've got several other franchises lurking in the grass, the Spurs, the Timberwolves, the Clippers, and others. And, and so keep an eye on Mike D'Antoni. Because as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, I know if there's a rotten smell that comes out of the Rockets' locker room, who's going to be collateral damage? If there's bickering basketball players in Houston, you know who that guy's going to be, the the fall guy, and it would be the head coach, the great Mike D'Antoni, the D'Antoni system. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Meanwhile, we shift now to Lost Wages, Nevada, where we got – Boxer on boxer crime. This is all about Conor McGregor and a follow-up to the very unhappy, very unhappy former sparring partner. Pauly Malignaggi is at it again. He has been unloading verbal haymakers ever since he decided to leave the McGregor camp, uh, upset that there were some shenanigans going on, painting a picture that was not accurate, uh, painting a picture according to the sparring partner that McGregor was a, doing much better than he actually was doing in his preparation for the August 26th showdown in the desert. Uh, so you've got that as a backdrop to this. And the latest, if you, if you did not hear the latest, this is good. Uh, according to the sparring partner, Malinaji, he's claiming here that the problem is that McGregor, he doesn't treat people well, according to the, the sparring partner, and it's not just him. Apparently, it's other people, Malinaji, complaining about that. He also said McGregor, despite being in a $100 million fight, that's his take, is cheap uh, and does not splurge, does not help out the people that are getting him ready for the fight. And Malinaji was complaining about the living quarters, uh, was whining about that. Uh, and his biggest complaint, though, the crescendo of the rant, the latest rant by this guy, Malinaji, the sparring partner, was that Conor McGregor is surrounded by yes-men. He is His bubble, his posse, Conor McGregor, I'm sorry, LeBron, I said it, but he's a, he's a white guy, so we can say it. Conor McGregor's posse is a bunch of yes-people, right? And and he, apparently, according and, and who knows? I mean, this guy could be Sargus. This could all be performance art, and this is all to hype up the fight. But this guy's claiming that Conor McGregor constantly needs to be told that he's doing something right, that he's he's on the right track, and no one can tell him that he's doing things wrong. And according to this guy, McGregor's been doing a lot of things wrong, but he only wants to be told how great he's doing. So that is the latest. From the, uh, I don't like you, I'm going to publicly trash you. And while we're at it, showtime too, yeah. you little weasel. Look at you, you little weasel. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Now, we've been around the boxing game. I talked about this uh, earlier just before I came on this show with uh, my friend Darcy Waldergrave, the big radio star in Auckland, New Zealand on Radio Sport, where we are being broadcast right now. Shout out to our friends listening on Radio Sport. And I'm glad. I always like when I get messages on Twitter. 
an email from the, the, the boys and girls in New Zealand. Very cool. So I, my conversation with Darcy, and we both kind of agreed, there's a pretty good chance that this latest verbal assault from Pauli Malinaji is likely, likely uh, based in, in some theatrics. Like, it's boxing. So you've, you've, we come to expect this being an illusion and not, and not accurate, not on the up and up. As in they need more ticket sales? Are, are As the, in, the sales uh, still slow? Yes, there are right now thousands of tickets. What are they going to do? Are they going to give the tickets away? They can't give the tickets away, right? They have to do. They have to find a way to, to make some money here. What are they going to do? I, I guess they could just dim the light. I think we talked about is they can just dim the lights in the arena to make it seem like the arena's full. Well, what do you do? You pull in Oscars and you have seat fillers. That's what the Lakers do. They dim the lights at Staples Center oh, so it stop. looks like the arena's full. Sold out every game. No, it's not. That's yes, incorrect. It is. Blocks of empty seats. Uh-huh. Lies. Blocks by you. of empty. That's uh, the way it is. It's an accurate uh, situation. Nice hot take on the Rockets there, too. Do I have that Ralph audio? Do I have? uh, Do we have the Ralph audio? Oh, Coop, do you have? uh, I don't. I don't have it. You don't have the. uh, But I did hear uh, Coop going through the archives, checking to uh, to see if that's what happened. That would be good audio. I'd like to get that one. We want to highlight that. That's what we, we very rarely make mistakes around here. So when someone makes a mistake, we want to have. Well, it. Ralph maybe was just pulling a you know a Ben Maller where you you purposely make one mistake per show, yeah, just to make sure all the listeners are paying attention. Well, I learned from Radio Hall of Famer Rick Dees because this show is actually taped. As we point out, I am much too important in sports media to do an overnight show. That is below me. I mean, God, who works overnights? What a bunch of losers! People that work overnight. So what I do is I come in here and I pre-record the show. That's right. That's right, Tom Looney. I pre-record the show. And I, I do it eh, midday. And I do a little midday action there. And I am able, because I'm a distant relative of Nostradamus, to correctly predict what the big stories are going to be. I am able to foreshadow. When somebody hits a big home run, I'm able to do it. And uh, and do we have the I feel like we have the audio. All right, let's listen in here. My man, the new update guy, he replaced Eddie Garcia, who used to work here. Ralph Irvin, listen to this. This is You will not get this anywhere else. No other network has this kind of up-to-the-minute coverage on breaking sports news. In the lone American League matchup, Mike Trout got his 100th career hit. Yeah! Woo! Good job by Mike Trout, number 100. Man, that's good. That is, that's a throwback update is what that is. That when did Mike? Can we look up the date when Mike Trout got hit number one hundred? Can we look that up on Baseball Reference? Like how long ago that was? Well, Ralph, you had a good Mike Trout stat, right? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Maybe if your guys had Five played the right ago. update that I recorded, not the yeah. one from a few years ago. Yeah, I know. That's clearly bad. It's a good point, Ralph. That's a, that's a good job by you. We found out because I used to have a producer, Wrong Button Bob, who used to be my guy. And and he he I told him the the computer was was malfunctioning, so I told him to go reset the computer, and he turned off the entire network. And we found out what is played when the entire Fox Sports Radio network is shut off, and they played a show from like four or five years ago. We were talking about Duke basketball, and see the way this works. Not to get too inside radio. But something always has to be on the air. So, like, if if the main room here, the broadcast center, there's a problem, then they have a, another location. There's a secret location. I think it's in New York or somewhere. And they, I don't know where the hell it is. But they play it. They there's there's got to be something on the air at all times, right? So 
that they have evergreen programming. The problem is there's no real good evergreen programming in sports because everything's kind of dated, right? It, you know, well, we, they could rethink that now because we could just argue about Colin Kaepernick for a half hour. Well, that's that, that's the flavor right now, but uh, Kaepernick will be played out. In well, it was also months. the flavor a year ago, so. No, not well. It was it was a flavor of the beginning of last NFL season. But we had like a year of Deflate Gate. We did a whole year of Patriots and Tom Brady. That was like a actually that was like Tom two years. Manning. I'm sure you could throw in a year's worth of uh, LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I don't need to hear that. Nobody needs to hear that. You know what we should do is we should do an an evergreen hour, just an hour of generic old man sports debate. And then we'll just send that to corporate, and we'll just have them play that. When, like, there's a nuclear war or something like that, and they need to play uh, filler programming, you know? No? All right, uh, it's the <laughs> – it was looking at me like, uh, all right, whatever. We're like, are you planning on us going off the air? No, no, I'm just saying, I mean, because we – all right, anyway, enough of that. So we got to save that for the archives, because that's, that's a legend. Right? 100 hits for Mike Trout. What a great accomplishment. Why is everyone celebrating? Yeah. When you're 26 years old, you only have 100 hits. That's embarrassing. Good job by you, Ralph. Yeah. Greatest update anchor we've ever had in here. He is solid. Unless you're not. He is, uh, he is good. No. But you are very good in that golf gear. Just just keep playing the right ones. Try not to edit me too much. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, uh, Ralph will talk about, and this is going to be good, Clayton Kershaw getting his 20th win. Uh, he'll be talking <laughs> about that, his 20th career win. It'll be very exciting. We look forward to that. All right. We're going to call this one an award in courage. An award in courage. We'll get to that in a, we'll get to that next. How about that? The Ben Maller Show is 79% more enjoyable when you join the Knuckleheads on Twitter. It's the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. Message the Maller Posse. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller. And follow our technical producer, Danny G, at Danny G Radio. Never go in against a Sicilian. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Ben Maller. We'll have Mallers Mountain of Money coming up later in the hour. If you would like to play Mallers Mountain of Money, you can call. Uh, start calling right now. We'll get a couple of contestants lined up for that. That'll be uh, about ten minutes or so, uh, maybe even sooner. Let's go to Harry, who's in Vegas on Fox Sports Radio. If he's still there, Harry, are you there, Harry? Oh, this is Billy. Oh, Billy. Well, Billy. You remember Ben? Billy. I called you. Oh, here we go. In twenty fifteen, I went to UVA. Yeah, I remember everyone that calls. I have a, I have an amazing. No, I'm, like, I'm like, uh, I'm like Rain Man. I have an amazing uh, memory. Yes, dude, that that is okay. Well, anyway, well, you got to give me more than that. Well, what's your story? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked because I actually have a story. Um, I have. Oh, I don't know how to put this. So I actually have two questions. I actually had a thing I want to I want to mention about the, the fight coming up um, with with McGregor and Mayweather, but. Uh, I don't know. At the age of four years old, I had I, I, I had a dream, and my dream was to become a sportscaster. And I have been trying to achieve this dream since I was four. Um, now, are you sure it was four and not five or six? Are you no, I remember four? because I was sitting on my father's lap. Really? And, like, and yes, I, we were watching the NBA Finals. It yeah. was game. I want to say it was game four or game five. Okay. Um, yeah. And I want to say it was Doug Collins and Bob Costas. Oh, and so it was NB- NBC. Guess, yeah, okay, go ahead. NBC, NBA on NBC, yes. Yeah. Um, and 
I guess like when when I was like so young, I really didn't know what was going on. But the excitement, the adrenaline, the voices of of, of the guys really just got me. Oh, oh, okay, so this and is this so, is four year old Billy, and how old, and how old are you now? I'm 25. Ah, oh, you're a young and guy. You're a young guy. Fine. All right. Long, so, still, yeah. long story short, yeah, I graduated college in 2014. Yeah, and I have been traveling the world, trying yeah. to get in to the sports media world. Right. Um, and where where, where, been, you, where have you been? You were in Virginia. I, I actually now I, I amazingly kind of remember you calling up because I remember a similar tale that you told back back in the day. All right, so you you you're in Vegas. Where else have you been since you got out of school? So, so I went so started in Charlottesville. Then I went to Louisville, Kentucky. All right. I actually got on. I didn't really get on. I met Bob Valvano and Nick Valvano. They really they really did Jimmy V and. Nick got me into the studio at ESPN 680, and kind of got me, kind of got me under, under the table, kind of got me working doing some soundboard stuff. All right, hold on a second. And, now, I just want to let all our affiliates know we're doing the documentary, the retrospective on Billy and his journey through sportscasting. All right, so, so you were in Louisville, you did a little bit. Now you're, how do you end up in? Are you working in Vegas? Or are you just traveling and passing through? So, actually. So when I went to Louisville, I literally, I just went on the dime. I flew, I flew to Louisville. I said, I yeah. want to be a sportscaster. Uh, all right. Yeah, Louisville we knew that. Cool. You were four years old. You, we knew. All right. I, we, need to pick okay. up, we need to pick up the pace. As okay, you know, okay, Billy, because okay. you want to be okay. a sportscaster, you got to pick okay. up the pace. Okay. Long story yeah. short, in the, in the very end, um, the short, short story. Yeah. It's a, long, um, it's a very I've long story. Yeah. I've been a fan of you since, I was, since I've been 14. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Friendship Days. Yeah. Karen Kay, all nine yards. Yeah. Um. And just recently, on Monday weekend, uh, my, my mother passed away, um, and it was really hard. It's been hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Billy. My my no, my it, mom passed hard. away a, a few years ago. That's a terrible thing. Ben, it's, my, it's it's been it's been hard. My condolences. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just want to be a sportscaster. I just but I know I've got to start at the bottom, and I'm trying yeah. to get in. Well, Billy, you, you I, no, I no, 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 Danny, that's not helpful. All right, uh, now, okay. now, now, Billy, here's the deal. All right, listen to me. You're a young guy. I know you're going through a lot right now emotionally. It's very difficult when you lose a parent, especially you're younger than I was when my mom uh, passed away. So you got to deal with that, first of all. you got your head right, Billy. All right, you got your head right. It's going to take yeah. a little time. All right, it's going to take – listen to me. It's going to take a little time to get your head right. It's very – it's a tough thing. You're never going to completely get over it, but you got to move on with your life. you got to keep fighting here. you got a goal. you got a goal, okay. Billy, and you, you can do it. It's it's very yeah. it's a very competitive business as I told you back in the day. It's a very competitive business, yeah. but if it's been you, hard. It, it has been difficult, but you got to stay with it if it's what you really want to do. You're young enough that you can do it, and and you can okay. send me an email, Billy, and I'll I'll try to give you some awesome. some tips off the air. Okay, been, yeah. been super super quick, super quick. I actually had a comment to make about the fight coming up with McGregor. I feel, I feel like we've done enough. I feel, okay, I feel is there like, a chance yeah. I could mention it? I don't know. Does it, do we want to hear what he has to say about the fight? Or we, uh, Danny G, what do you Sure, think? yeah, we got 30 seconds. All right, thir- awesome. can you do it in awesome. 30 seconds? Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. It's like, a, it's like a demo for your your career. McGregor, McGregor is, they're giving McGregor plus, plus 425 in Vegas. When Holly Holm fought, fought, fought Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm was plus 700. How is Holly Holm a bigger underdog to Ronda Rousey than, than, than McGregor? Mayweather, I don't get it. I'm, uh, I'm befuddled. Well, part of that is liability. 
right? Part, I mean, and, and there is always the chance of a dive. And boxing has such a shady reputation that, uh, you know, Mayweather's all about making the money, and he has trademarked 49-1. and one. He's got the trademark to that. So the, the argument is from the casinos, and I don't you know, I know a few of these guys, but they haven't told me this, but the argument I would assume the position is that, hey, they can't make the odds too ridiculous what they really should be, just like in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns should be 70000000 million to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're not because they're, they've got to cover themselves in case something bizarre happens and a bunch of quarterbacks get hurt and somebody gets hot for the Browns. All right, Billy, good luck, man. Uh, and, Thank you. Uh, and uh, keep the fight going, man. And uh, my condolences. All right, this is Billy. Man, all right. Uh, you never see the twist. It's like a roller coaster ride. I thought Billy was going to you know, just be a generic boxing call. And next thing you know, we went all over the map. All right, so, uh, and just let the record show. Another listener I've successfully raised into adulthood. Right, Billy started, he was a you know, teenager, young teenager, 14 years old. Now he's in his mid-20s there, busting his ass trying to make it as a sportscaster. So it's your fault. Yes, it's my. I've ruined his life. I have ruined Billy's existence because he wants to be what I am right now and do what I'm doing. Uh, shame on me. I'm going to radio hell. Now, Billy can make. He can make. Listen, a lot of any job is just, especially in radio, is staying with it. Because so many people in radio give up. And I get it. You don't make a lot of money. The hours suck. And there are other things that get your attention. But if you really want it, you can make it. You can absolutely do it. All right. We'll get to Maller's Mountain of Money. And I guess we'll push back the award in courage, unfortunately. Because we had to hear Billy's story. I will push back that. Maller's Mountain of Money. We'll get to it in 60 seconds. No long commercial break. But first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now, here's Ben Maller. And we will get to Maller's Mountain of Money, the Game of Thrones edition. The Game of Thrones edition. So we'll get to that coming up here in a moment. I, I just want to pay off the, the tease because I, I know I'll forget about it because I, I, I promise I will if I don't get to it right now. So, so this guy, David Griffin, who was LeBron's toady as the quasi-general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers and has a lot of friends in the media that have championed David Griffin as this great mind of basketball, which I have little evidence that that is the case. Uh, but anyway, David Griffin's been doing some media work, and on Monday, did you hear what David Griffin said? Uh, you probably missed it because, you know, who the hell cares what he has to say. Uh, but David Griffin, the former Cavs executive, on television ranted and pretty much gave a shoulder rub to Kyrie Irving, his former guard with the Cadavers, and said of the trade request of Kyrie Irving, this is from David Griffin, the former GM of the Cavs, Most guys don't have the courage to do what he did, meaning to ask for a trade. Now, I know there's some hyperbole involved in this. I'm aware of that. But would you classify asking for a trade in the courage category? This has been quite the ordeal here for Kyrie Irving the last uh, couple of months. But the ordeal is I get to play in the NBA Finals every year. Uh, I get to take the most shots on the Cavaliers. I I don't have a lot of empathy for Kyrie Irving. Am I a bad person for that? And and I certainly wouldn't put this in the courageous category. Uh, You can make the argument that the counterargument is it would be courageous 
or brave, if you want to use big words like that, to stick around and try to outlast LeBron James and then win in Cleveland without LeBron. Of course, we know that's impossible. It cannot be done. You cannot win in Cleveland without LeBron James. It's it's just you, you can't have big enough cojones to try to even try that. Uh, so, so here's the thing. David Griffin, I feel like his quotes now, he is pandering. That's my big takeaway. He's, he wants everyone who used to play for him in Cleveland to love him. And he is trying to suck up. To he knows he's not going to work for the Cavs again. So he's being very bold here. And he's you know, saying LeBron doesn't want to be the GM, doesn't want to be the coach. All, which, there, again, there's very little evidence that that is actually true. There's a lot of counter evidence that LeBron is actually the one who's the puppet master and he's pulling all the strings. I understand why David Griffin would say that because, again, it makes him look bad if people realize that he wasn't the one who was actually doing the moves. All right, more on that later. Uh, right now, though, let's get to it. Here we go. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do it. Mallers Mountain of Money, the Game of Thrones edition. It's team competition on Mallers Mountain of Money. Which means two listeners and us. Two listeners and us. Now, do you think your new update anchor will dominate you the way uh, the ex-employee used to? Danny. <laughs> we don't talk about people. That, you know the rules of radio. When you die, it's like Joseph Stalin. We go back and erase everything. When you get fired, we erase everything. We go and just get rid of everything. With a big magnet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that termination's not going to be lasting long, I think, after today. Are they going to rehire him? I don't know. I, uh, I hear uh, I hear they're not rehiring. There's a hiring freeze, I hear. Uh, you, Ralph. You're going to be here every night. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, welcome in our contestants. Uh, well, I have, a, I have a question, Ben, before yes, you do that. Yes. Now, last week, you uh, there was a there's some shenanigans going on. You no, had a, no you had shenanigans. A, you had a good performance against me with uh, with yeah. Angry Bill. So that's good, right. in yeah. fact, that you invited him back to play again. Are you still, oh, that's right. yeah. are you oh, still yeah, doing yeah. that? Angry or? Bill, you want to play? Why not? All right. We'll, so no, is it going to be a rematch? No one can beat us. Well, it's not going to no I'm going to have a different rematch. No, no. no one. <laughs> let me be. I'm, I'm, I'm talking right now. No one can beat me and Angry Bill at Mallers Mountain of Money. We are the Dodgers of 2017. <laughs> Please. No well, one can beat us. Well, since since you have, you know, your, your ringer, your, your set uh-huh. teammate, I want to choose my teammate. Nice. Who are you going to choose? I'm going to go with line number three. What are you Line three, all yep. right. You have picked the Amusal King. Now, Amusal King, did Coop send you the answers? Uh, is this rigged? He is did this... not. He, he, courageously, <laughs> he courageously picked up the phone when I called, Ben. Ben, that's not possible anyways because Coop just finished the board. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair point. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's play here. So, Angry Bill and, and Ben, that's the super team. That's the Golden State Warriors. And, and then on the other side, we've got, you know, some schlubby Eastern Conference team that's going to get okay. you know, Ralph, killed here. Ralph, you're going to be the scorekeeper. Can you handle that? Oh, boy. Ralph? Wake up, Ralph. Score. What's what's two what's two plus two, Ralph? One hundred. Times three. <laughs> yeah, all right, shut up. <laughs> Should be good. All right, guys, it is the Game of Thrones edition. Category one, Jon Snow, King of the North. Category two, Daenerys uh Targaryen. Huh? Uh category three, Samuel Tarley, or category four, Braun. All right, Bill, uh, what do you want to pick here, Bill? Oh, it's up to you, Ben. You know what you're doing. 
Uh, oh, I get to pick the category. Oh, he can't pick the category, Bill. You just have to pick. Oh. <laughs> you have to pick one. Yeah. I thought we were playing match game. <laughs> no, oh, but you, you want to play pat? You oh, you want to play? That's okay. That's okay. Um, I'll pick uh, number four. Num- category four. Ron. All right. Uh, okay. Very good. So that's Bill, and then Amusel King. That leaves you with Samwell, Daenerys, or Jon Snow. Let's go with Jon Snow. Got it. Okay. Okay, Great. and. Uh, Angry Bill was the first ringer on the line, so you gentlemen get to go first. Uh, Bill and Bill. All right. All right. Uh, uh, we're going to win this. Uh, now, we, you are correct, though, Angry Bill. It was actually password. Who hung up? Did you hang up? No, I'm there. Oh, uh, that's right. It was password, it was, yeah, huh? That's yeah. right. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's okay. Uh, we love a good battle on this show. We'll just have him back tomorrow for password. Yeah. I and mean, we'll just have it's Angry <laughs> Bill week. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no. It's the week. That's I'm, a, too I'm much. making you Angry Bill. If we win this game, I'll bring you back tomorrow for password. Oh, okay? no. oh man. Okay. That's uh, the deal. All right. All right. Amusal King, don't let us down. All right. Here we go. <laughs> all right. We start. Uh, Angry Bill, we're going to start. Bill, here. you're up first with uh, Bill. 45 seconds going to be on the clock. 10 to 100 points on the board, gentlemen. Category one, Jon Snow, King of the North. These athletes hail from the wait North. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not. That's my category. No, no, oh, oh my Braun. bad. My bad. Braun, my bad. Uh, category- know all these mistakes, and they're talking about me with 100. Uh, shut we'll up, Ralph. Pipe down right. over there. Rub it down. All right. Go to sleep. What's wrong with you? Uh, all right. Category four, Braun. These athletes have been involved in notable fights. Okay. Ready, Bill? Yeah, Let's ahead. show these amateurs how it's done. Here right. we go. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. All right, national star, young out, he's an outfielder from Las Vegas. Bryce Harper. That is correct. Uh, former NBA uh, star with the Lakers and the Pacers started the malice at the Palace in Detroit. Yeah, I know who you mean, but I don't know his name. All right. Uh, the uh, legendary Texas Ranger, Houston Astro, and Angels pitcher of the 1970s and the 80s. All oh, right. That is correct. Uh, former Knicks coach, currently a broadcaster. His brother coaches the Pistons. You've got to be kidding me, Bill. You're killing me, Angry. How about former Houston Texans receiver, uh, number 80 out of the U, out of Miami, seven-time Pro Bowler? Bill's doing a face. Owen. What? Owen? No. (laughs) Former third baseman of the White Sox. Oh, my God. Bill, Bill, you just embarrassed yourself, Bill. Well, you you took me out of my – I guess we don't have to worry about playing password. (laughs) Well, I I can't be as dumb as the last bill would just call. You you were pretty bad. That That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Ralph, that should have been hard for you to score. What do you have there? Three. <laughs> hey Ralph, go sell some tacos at a uh, Eddie's oh, truck. Man, wow, there's a, that's the that's the fiery uh, racist thing, Bill, right there. Yes. Yeah. All right, you guys have forty points. Forty, 40 points. points. Oh man, <laughs> Angry uh, Bill. Do, shut up. Do you even watch sports? You you were looking for Ron Artest. Yeah, Ron Ar- yeah nobody Jeff knows who Van that Gundy, is. Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, Andre that's Johnson. Name now. That's not Ron Artest's name now. Andre Johnson and Robin Ventura. You could have said Metal World Peace also. You don't know who that is either. Uh, All right. Okay, here we go. All right, Coop and Amusal King, you're up. Category (laughs) one, Jon Snow. These athletes hail from the north. It's going to be ugly. Or Canada. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. You ready? Let's do it. Go. The great one. Hockey, NHL's best player oh, of all time. Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Uh, point guard for the Phoenix Suns. He won back-to-back MVPs, Steve but he Nash. shouldn't have. Yes. Uh, he's a player on the Timberwolves. They're thinking about trading him for Kyrie Irving. Uh, Anthony Wiggins. No, that's wrong first name. Oh, it's a, oh no, okay. don't say the okay. S word. Um, yeah, he, he's a power forward for the Cavs. He's dating Khloe Kardashian. 
Tristan Thompson. Yes. Uh, he was married to Vanessa Williams. He was on the Lakers, won championships with them. Rick Fox. Yes. Uh, he is the first baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. Complete. Lotto. Yes. Um, and then he has the consecutive saves record for the Dodgers for mm. all of baseball. Eric, Eric Gagne. Oh, Eric Gagne. Oh, Get that one that. Got it, but uh, not on time there. Doesn't matter. Angry Bill hasn't watched sports in 20 years, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. And uh, by the way, you were looking for Andrew Wiggins. Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Angry Bill, I, I feel like I want to go to the bullpen. Can I go to the bullpen? Ben, do what you think best for the team. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to send you to the showers. Uh, so if somebody wants to replace Angry Bill – uh, this is I need uh, I need divine intervention here. But Ben call, with a pitching change. I'm making a pitching change. I wish Jeannie was still able to call the show. I'd go to her right away. She'd be my relief pitcher. But I don't. I'm have a that. doctor. So if you would like to replace Angry Bill and you maybe watch sports since like 1979, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, so wait, what's a, my score? What's my score? I don't remember your score. It doesn't Ralph, really do you matter. have my score? It does not matter. 210 points. Oh, right, we'll, we'll have the conclusion of Maller's Mountain of Money. Uh, we'll actually talk about players in the 90s and the 2000s. Uh, we'll get to that, and we'll do it next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here he is, Mr. 40 Points. Well, we, we brought in one of those 1970s bullpen carts. With the funny hat, you know the big uh, hat. There we've we've gone to the bullpen. We've we removed Angry Bill. We take him out. We took him out there. He's gone to the showers, and so we've got to go to the bullpen. And uh, we've got two, four, and five. Uh, let's spin the bottle, and uh, we'll see here. Let me. Uh, How about two? You want to go with two? See, I'd put I'd put four up. Now you want me to go to two? Yeah, I can't see the screen. So you sure about that? Yeah. yeah. How do I know that's not a plant? Yeah. Uh, two, are you a plant, too? No? It's, it's Jason in Ottawa, man. Oh, the CFL oh, guy, Jason in Ottawa. Up? All right, well, let's get to it. We're short on time, yep. so here we go. Let's get back to it. All right, Jay, you're uh, trailing here with Ben. So either Daenerys or Samuel? Uh, Daenerys. All right. All right, let's do it. Ben, these go. athletes overcame a rough upbringing. All right, ready to go, Jason from the bullpen, my relief pitcher, my power arm. Here we go. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Let's do it. Go. All right, running back formerly with the Vikings, now with the New Orleans Saints. Adrian Pierce. That's correct. A wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, the big star right now in Dallas. Dallas Bryant. Accurate. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves came over from the Chicago Bulls in a big trade. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, that's right, Jimmy Butler. Uh, number 66 for the Dodgers out of Cuba. Yeah, that is accurate. Uh, the movie The Blind Side was uh, was made Michael out of Moore. That is accurate. Whoa. The Honey Badger out of LSU. And the, that, that is correct. And Oklahoma City Thunder uh, forward now with Toronto, Republic of Congo, number nine forward, rebounding. Oh, God. Come on. Get it. You can get it. <laughs> the win. Come on. Help me out. <laughs> from Congo. Oh. How, how many guys are from Congo? No, the buzzer went. Ah, right. you were looking for Serge Ibaka there. Oh, okay. He's on the Sorry, tip of man. his tongue too. Oh, oh man! man. Yeah, well, that's my third time off the bench. I think I set a record, but I don't know that one, man. Sorry. You play the Toronto Raptors as one team in Canada. The Raptors. Man, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Name another player from Congo right now. I challenge you. Uh, all right. Is, is, is Mac Biombo from Congo? 
Uh, besides that, that was a pretty impressive uh, relief performance. Yeah. What was the Ralph? Ralph, final Ralph, score, Ralph. Ralph's uh, 240 it. in that round, 280 oh. for the game. Oh. Oh, I guess we win. Biombo is yeah. from the Congo. Is he from the yeah. Congo? Oh, there you go. Oh, look, we're out of time. Chris. Congratulations <laughs> to Amusel King. He gets a golden ticket. No, wait a minute, though. He, wait, according to, to uh, oh, no, what? Stop. Well, he said I, we got like more points. No, he was no, talking he said about we got, the we round. Have to finish the, we have to no. finish the game. No, we get to we're out of time. Oh, I, I think we won. I think, Jason, that's a win, I believe. No, right? it's not. Really? Oh, Come on. <laughs> we know in Hollywood they like the good comeback story. Right? It makes for a solid Hollywood movie. At least it used to make for a solid Hollywood movie. Will we have one of those in football? Is it a case of Johnny Comeback, as in come back to the field? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And the rise and fall of one Johnny Manziel is still reverberating around the football world. Now, it's a story that's still in play. And, And will it get a second act? Will there be another act? Johnny Football revealing over the weekend that pigskin, is in his DNA. Now, if you did not pay attention, there's some uh, Fugazi gambling conference uh, where all the offshore casinos are located. Uh, Johnny Manziel uh, spoke. uh, When you want to plan a comeback to football, you go to a gambling conference. That's what you do. uh, Everyone knows that. Uh, So Manziel said he is unable, if he's unable to return to the NFL, that's his goal. His first goal is to be in the NFL. But if he can't be in the NFL, he still wants to be part of the sport. He wants to be part of the, the game of football. And he claimed that there is a possibility that coaching could happen. And if it was up to him, he would like to coach in college. That's what Manziel revealing over the weekend. I know we're fascinated by the life of times of Johnny Manziel. Now, in that same window over the weekend, Manziel also revealed that he is considered the Canadian Football League. And he says he's looked into it. And it's a possibility that Manziel could end up in the CFL, but he wants to play in the NFL. I would say at this point uh, he has about as good a chance as Colin Kaepernick of being on an NFL roster right now. It's not good. It's not a viable situation. So, But let's talk about Manziel. you got two options here. It's time for one of my favorite games. We'll toss it up in the air and see which one's better. So the toss-up is this. The better road for Johnny football. Coaching which he says he's interested in, or the Canadian Football League. Those are your only two options. Let's say the NFL's off the table, and Manziel can either coach or, or go to the CFL. That's the toss-up. Which one are you going to take? You got your answer? I got my answer. This one is easy. It's easy. The answer here, the only right answer is, oh, Canada. Go to Canada as soon as possible. You should be there right now. He should be there right now. He shouldn't be at the gambling conference. He should be in the Canadian Football League. And to begin with, you just play the age card. You say Manziel is 24 years old. He won't turn 25 until December. You do not go into coaching until you have exhausted all, all avenues 
to continue playing. It's like our friend Billy from Vegas who called up last hour. He wants to be a sportscaster. You don't give up on that until you've exhausted all possibilities of being a sportscaster. In the case of Johnny Manziel, who wants to be a quarterback, you don't walk away and say, all right, I'll go be a coaching intern at Texas A&M. You don't do that until you cannot get a job anywhere. Now, Manziel, we know he has time. He's got time on his side. He's, again, not 25 until the end of the year. But he has to reinvent himself. He's got to find a way to reinvent himself. What better way to do that? There have been a number of quarterbacks, and I'm going to give you some examples of guys that have gone to the CFL and reinvented themselves. And and, and there's many that have not, but the ones that have stand out. Jeff Garcia, you got to go old school, Doug Flutie, Warren Moon. I mean, there have been quarterbacks. Either they started there or they went there and reinvented themselves and became viable NFL quarterbacks. There is a path. There's an avenue if you go to the Canadian Football League and play well, and that is exactly the tonic that Manziel needs. That's the remedy. Is he going to be willing to do it? Is he going to be willing to go to the Canadian Football League? Uh, Then we'll find out. I mean, he's mentioned it, but he didn't give a convincing, yeah, I'm going to do it. Because Manziel, he not only has to play well, but he's also got to keep his nose clean. So you got you got two problems here. As we've pointed out many times, Johnny Manziel, the lifestyle he lived, could have continued if he had been good. There is zero tolerance. You know this. We're all aware of it. There's zero tolerance in the NFL uh, for debauchery unless you're great. So you got to stay out of the police blotter. If Johnny Manziel had performed like, say, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, one of those top-level quarterbacks, then the Cleveland Browns would have said things like, oh, it's just boys being boys. You know, he's fine. You know, he's he's just the life of the party. That's all. But instead, it's like, oh, no, we got to get rid of this guy. He's a heathen because uh, he's out partying and having a good time. The CFL is a path to redemption. Vince Young, think about this. Vince Young, who did not find redemption in the CFL, he got hurt. But at the age of 34, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were willing to give Vince Young an opportunity. So if I am the representation, if I am the agent for Manziel, I start calling Hamilton, of the, not to play Hamilton, but the CFL team in Hamilton. They're 0-6. I give a buzz to Ottawa. They're 1-5. I check in in Saskatchewan because they brought Vince Young in. So if they'll bring Vince Young in, who's 34, they'll bring in Johnny Manziel. So I start talking to the bottom teams in the Canadian Football League. And I would sell the sideshow aspect is what I would do. I would say Johnny Manziel will give you LeVar Ball, Tim Tebow-like hype. You'll get the circus. You're not going to sell as many tickets as Tebow, but you'll get a lot of media attention. You're a garbage team. Your team sucks. And Manziel brings some juice. He brings some juice. People want to know how he's going to do it. The people want to watch him because some people want him to succeed. And a lot of people want him to fail. But either way, people are interested in watching Manziel. How many number two jerseys? How many Manziel number two Tiger Cat jerseys would they sell? Or the Red Blacks or the Rough Riders, the bottom teams in the CFL? They'd sell a few. They'd sell a few. A few more than they're selling now. Now, in addition to all of that, coaching does not seem like a reasonable path to travel down right now. Manziel... He's got the baggage. He's got the bag. You got to clean your room. You got to clean your room. Coaching is also something that you can do until you're 70. 
Right? And you're in, I, I get guys, I know guys that get into coaching at a young age. The, the, the LA Rams hired like a teenager as their coach, uh, Sean McVay, the first millennial coach. But he went into that because he couldn't continue his playing career. If he'd been able to play, he would not be coaching in his, in his 30s and be an NFL coach in his early 30s. He'd be playing somewhere. But could you imagine Manziel, if you're a college football player, as one of your coaches? This would be the greatest coach ever. You'd have a drinking buddy. Uh, he'd help you pick up chicks. Uh, he'd tell you where all the top parties are where to hang out on the weekend. Manziel would be a gift from the gods as a coach. If you want to live it up on a college campus, this guy lived it up better than anybody. He, he was the life of the party. Now, as far as whether or not, let's, let's say he never plays again. Let's say this is it, you know, three years from now, all avenues have been exhausted, no one's going to bring in Manziel. Would someone hire him as a coach? I say yes even with the baggage, because he could get a gig. Listen, do you know who Dave Bliss is? Dave Bliss was the coach at Baylor when one of the players decided, you know, let me let me pull an Aaron Hernandez here and commit a murder. And it was a big scandal. It was a cover-up. There was a lot of debauchery that was going on at Baylor, and Dave Bliss was in the middle of the hurricane. And he lost that job, and he's lost several other jobs, but he keeps finding work. He's a high school coach in Vegas, Dave Bliss. So my advice also for Manziel, outside of football, I would do the whole motivational speaker thing. Make a lot of money. Reinvent yourself as Tony Robbins. Have people run on coals and speak in a lot of cliches and positivity over the top. Because there's a lot of money in that. There's a lot of money in that. Now, last observation here. Manziel, Johnny Football, uh, knows better than you and better than me the ramifications of his actions. And the choices that he's made. So the context does matter. And, and, and the fact that he's got a lot of money. He doesn't have to do any of this. But the fact that he wants to go into coaching, he's got silly money. He's got old oil money, his family. So he's stacked. Not in danger of going bankrupt. He doesn't have to get a real job that actually pays his mortgage or his rent and take care of his car payment and all the other bills that you acquire in life when you get to that certain age, you don't have to worry about that. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And if you would like to be part, you can give us a call right now. You know the number. We're also available on Twitter, and that's at Ben Maller, our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. And I, I take a lot, and we'll welcome in the guys here. We've got Ralph, our new guy, Ralph, who's done a great job taking over some <laughs> Some big shoes to fill. Great job scorekeeping there, too. Yeah, Ralph's not good with math. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's close in certain areas. You it's know. not trigonometry. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I can see the three of you, and it still adds up to zero, so. Oh, burn. I imagine if I went to Ralph's house and I went into his closet. There would you wouldn't be, walk out. There would be nothing but golf gear. <laughs> like a tailor made over there, some old Nike gear that he's got over. I mean, every golf component. I, I've seen Ralph here. You know, he, since he took over for our old update guy that used to work here, every day it's like Ralph's on the PGA tour. Ralph, do you have any sweatshirts that have sleeves? I have plenty. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any clothes that don't say Raiders? Wow. Uh, oh, oh shot. Well, yeah, he's Ooh, wearing he's wearing an Oakland. My mistake. Nation. You're wearing an A shirt. It's yeah, still I black. Am. 
Yeah. It's in honor of uh, the late, great Don Baylor. How about color? Not silver, black, or white. You want to? You worried about color? What are you racist? What's wrong with you? I, I'm a hey, little Rob, concerned a that, 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 that Danny is racist. He doesn't have any color in his clothes. Wow, Danny, how do you respond to that? Racist. Yeah, there you go. I was that's right. For you. No, that's for you. Racist. Ralph will be staying after the show, working on his math skills. So next hour, Ralph will be doing some math. To be fascinating. So I, I, I take a lot of this stuff with a grain of salt. The training camp reports, like who's looking really good and who's looking bad. Because I haven't played anybody. And even when they start playing the real games, which are the practice games this week, I take that with a grain of salt also. There was a big headline up on the screen uh, above us that said, Russell Wilson looks sharp. Oh, I said, come on. But the one name I kind of buy into, you ever heard of this guy Cooper Cup? You ever heard of that guy? That's a funny name, right? Cooper Cup. Who? Sounds like, uh, sounds dirty, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your cousin, Cooper Cup? Are you related in any way? Are all Coops related, even though that's his first name? Cooper? No. Hey, Coop, if you have, uh, well, your first name is Cooper also. Now, But if you had a, uh, well, actually, your last name's Cooper. I screwed that up. Your last name's So if you had a kid, you could name it Cooper Cooper, right? <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah, that'd, Cooper, be, that'd Cooper. be awesome. The Cooper Cooper. <laughs> that would be, uh, be great. So this guy, he's a wide receiver. Uh, Cooper Cup is his name. He's a third-round pick of the Rams. He has been listed as a starter, and some of my friends who are more into the Rams, I, I like the Rams, but I'm, I've got them at arm's length. i got the Rams at arm's length. They're comparing this guy to a poor man's Wes Welker. Like, remember how good Wes Welker was back in the day before his brains turned to scrambled eggs with the Patriots? They're saying this guy, Cooper Cup, is going to play great. My... My speculation is, uh, even if he is – if you put Wes Welker in his prime with the Rams and you had Jared Goff throwing the football, he would catch 12 balls <laughs> the entire year. It's the quarterback that helps make the receiver. Even if this guy's good, I, I, I'm going to wait till, till the regular season to see if, if he even makes it to the regular season to see if he's actually the, the real deal. And I, I believe that Tavon Austin, who the Rams gave a big contract to, I, I don't even think he's starting. I don't think he's listed as a starter for the Rams, but uh, they got they got a few issues there. I did see that Dalvin Cook is going to start. That's not a shock for the – at least he's listed as the number one running oh, back. I saw I him. guess that is a little bit of a surprise because uh, – but Latavius Murray's been hurt, right? The, the well, yeah, old Raider guy. Yeah, you, and you yeah. would have loved it, Ben. Yesterday on the uh, NFL, what do you call it, the state run – Oh, the state-run NFL Network. Yeah. Yes, the uh, NFL's information They were arm. interviewing Dalvin Cook, and he was speaking about himself in the third person. Nice! Yeah, Before great. he even scores an yep. NFL touchdown! He's like, uh, you know, they were talking to him about uh, replacing uh, the great Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And, you know, that he was such a big deal in Minnesota. How do you follow in his footsteps? And he said, well, you, I, you know, you just, just got to be the best Dalvin that you can be. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I point at the screen. I'm like, you're Dalvin, though. Oh, he's got a birthday coming up, right? He turns 22 in a, a couple days. Dalvin, Dalvin. I'm Dalvin Cook, and I turn 22 in a couple days because that's how Dalvin Cook does. I have a big birthday yeah, cake. He, yeah, he referenced himself twice in his little oh, conversation. Yeah, it was well, awesome. There aren't enough players that have big egos in the NFL. We need more, right? I mean, we, we need more of these guys. Uh, Dalvin, what number is he wearing for the Vikings? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yet, right? We don't. You excited, though, that there's preseason games on Wednesday, right? 
Yeah, and I guess Tuesday night, is it Hard Knocks? Is that the debut of oh, Hard yeah, Knocks yeah. On, uh, yep. on HBO? Is it HBO? Yeah, HBO. Is that going to be compelling? Yeah, you're right, August 8th. How many crab leg jokes will we have for, for Jameis Winston? Will they will they broach that subject? I know that's played out several years ago, but it's the same cookie-cutter program. Every Hard Knocks is the the rookie trying to make it. Right, the the rookie, you know, hot girlfriend, hot wife, adjusting to a new city. They have the seasoned veteran, big free agent pickup. How they adjust? Still gonna watch though. They, Love it. Love they the narration. Have too. to have. They no, they do a good job. What's the other one? Storyline: uh, big fat offensive lineman, fun goofy offensive yeah. lineman or defensive lineman. And there's always a player who's barely hanging on yeah. so, from the practice squad and shows how he's uprooted his girlfriend and kid a hundred times. Did Did you already say the the guy with who's got a lot of talent but he's got an attitude problem? No, I guess that would be. Would that be Winston in this episode uh, of this season? No, not anymore. We I mean. should write this down. See if we're right. All right. How about we write all these down? I say uh, we're all going to – why don't we uh, – we'll pause for the cause, as we like to say, and we'll try to predict the storylines for Hard Knocks. Because we watch the show pretty much every year, and we've, we have a pretty good idea of what it is. All right, so we'll do that, and we'll take your phone calls. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is absolutely something. Join the charm circle. It's easy to do. Follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and here he is, the Nocturnal Colonel. Uh, so they got Hard Knocks, the NFL film's propaganda, which is good. We like it. I mean, it's propaganda, but it's going to make its uh, debut, its annual debut here tonight. And so the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are the featured team on Hard Knocks, so we're going to try to spitball, and everyone's in on this. We're going to try to guess what the storylines are going to be now. I have not – if this is out, I haven't seen it. Maybe it's out somewhere. They already have talked about the storylines, but supposedly this is unscripted. This is um, – we, we, we know that's not necessarily 100% true, uh, but I'm looking at the Bucks roster. I've got Tampa Bay's roster in front of me, and the name that is screaming out to me, the name that demands to be highlighted by NFL films. He's got a big mouth wife. He's a veteran player in the NFL. He's been around for a long time. You know where I'm going with this? Mr. Grimes. Yeah, Brent Grimes. I got to get, give me some Brent Grimes. I need some Brent Grimes. I need his wife uh, bitching and complaining about something. I need that. I need Brent Grimes. I got to get some Brent Grimes, yeah? Yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, who else do it? Mike Evans, I'm sure they'll probably – they're trying to – I'm trying to think who they want to hype up as, the, the like, the second coming, uh, the football Jesus. Would that well, be they, uh, Mike they drafted Evans? the big uh, tight end out of Alabama, right? Yeah, but, like, Mike Evans has been around. He's been good, but he hadn't. He hasn't gotten a lot of pub, right? He, although he, he tried to – remember he took – he kind of followed Kaepernick last year for, like, a day or two, and then he changed his mind after that. I feel like he's already a little bit too big of a name. They don't really focus on the, yeah. the big name guys on the hard knocks, right? Oh, oh, wait a minute. What about this? Unless they don't believe in dinosaurs. I got, I, I got another name circle here. Amish Rifle. What about that? Definitely. Amish Rifle, journeyman, vagabond quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick, his new NFL outpost. He's started. Discarded by the Jets. <laughs> yes. He started with the Rams. He was a seventh-round pick. Nobody wanted him. At a Harvard. Of not a football powerhouse, 
and now in his 13th season in the NFL, trying to adjust to a new city. <laughs> I can totally see that. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot of Roberto Aguayo. No, no, no. Quarter, <laughs> how about no, no? Nick Folk, uh, Nick Folk, and Aguayo kicking drama. Right? Isn't there an open contest? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's they got to yep. do that, right? That's a must. Uh, what what else? Like, uh, are there any assistant coaches that we need to know about? I, I know Cutter's the head coach in Tampa. I don't have the the coaching depth chart in front of me. They usually key in on one coach. Yeah. Like, uh, remember when it was uh, your Rams on Hard Knocks? They they uh, keyed in on your defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, the uh, uh, older Williams. dude who Williams. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Greg Williams, who's now in Cleveland. Talk about being a cockroach. That guy just goes from dumpster fire to dumpster fire. Well, they could do Dirk, uh, like a feature on Dirk Cutter, but I don't know how good that would be. And who was it? It was your defensive line coach, I think, a former Marine. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember. I don't remember ass. his name, though. Yeah. There's, then, there's usually there one the, coach. They usually find one coach like that. But there was the offensive lineman, too, last year who didn't make the team, and he ended up with the Bears. Remember the center? Oh, that's right, yeah. Who with the tank the, tops. Yeah, he had the funny was, uh, Oh, uh, uh, Kush, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course right. you would remember that name. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. I spent a lot of time thinking about that. What are you talking about? Please. It's uh, the only Rams jersey that Coop has. <laughs> Favorite NFL player of all time. But no, uh, didn't they also focus in on, uh, wasn't, wasn't Mike Singletary there? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Singletary. Yeah, yeah they did some stuff with him. But I, I don't know who the assistant coaches are. I guess Mike we'll fo- Smith, the former, uh, wasn't he, uh, the former oh, Falcons, Falcons head coach? Yeah. yeah, what a great name that is. You really stand out when your name's Mike Smith <laughs> and you're an, you're an NFL coach. That's a, that's a big thing. Uh, all right, so we'll find out tonight. But those are some of the ideas. Do we miss anything? Are we, are we supposed to throw, so, throw something else out there? I think we got the good stuff. Uh, pretty much most of it, right? It's the same format every year. Maybe some Deshaun Jackson, you know, bringing veteran leadership coming over. You got to have one competition. How about, what about Doug Martin? Oh, yeah. Coming yeah. out of rehab and all that, and trying to clean not his Not expected to be the starter anymore. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's going to be a, what I read was open competition at running back. Oh, my God, open yeah. competition. Oh, my God, there's an open competition. So I now have the assistant coaches uh, for the for the Bucks in front of me. You're right, though, about Deshaun Jackson. I could see them keying in on him. Yeah, been around for a while. The the flash, the razzle dazzle from the Philly, past, Philly and Washington, yep. teaching the young players how to take plays off. <laughs> wow, Ralph, Shots you're throwing, trying to throw shade at everybody this hour, Ralph. I'm like a big fat umbrella. Well, you got half that right. Uh, let, let's see here. Uh, somebody that there's a guy named Paul Spicer. Is he related to Donald Trump's former guy? Is that uh, Sean Spicer's brother? Probably not. I don't know who any of these people. Other than Mike Smith, that's the only name I recognize. That's the only name I really recognize on the uh, Bucks coaching staff. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Sight the bite, the great sports radio mystery. Sight the bite. We'll get to that in sixty seconds and. A a story developing in the overnight report that a very polarizing NFL player who's currently unemployed turned down a contract. Well, that's a new wrinkle to this story. We'll get to that 
in uh, 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now, here he is, Ben Maller. And we will get to Sight the Bike coming up in a moment. There's a developing story, which I imagine will get some play today, although possibly not because it does not fit the narrative that the mainstream media the uh, the daytime media wants, but uh, this comes out of Washington, D.C., and there's a report from the Daily Caller that claims that Colin Kaepernick has turned down uh, at least one contract this offseason. Uh, according to the story, Kaepernick, uh, we, we know his story. We've talked about it a lot here, uh, but they are reporting that Kaepernick turned down at least one contract. Why? Because he figured that the media feeding frenzy that's taking place here would eventually lead to a bigger, more lucrative contract for Colin Kaepernick. That he did, he was offered backup money. He didn't want to play for that. And uh, he has told his representation to not sign a contract. That the, uh, the contract was for the NFL minimum salary, which was $900,000. That's according to this story here. So that's the minimum that Kaepernick could make. He's a seven-year veteran in the NFL. So they're claiming that he did get an offer, Kaepernick, and he turned it down to try to get more money. That's a nice wrinkle to add to this story. All right, uh, more on that, I'm sure, throughout the day today, unless people just avoid it because it makes him look bad. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's time now to Cite the, the Bite, where we play random generic sound bites. You know, inane sports and entertainment cliches spoken by so-called experts. You try to tell us who's doing the talking. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is Cite the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. And we have a soundbite of the week. Every week we play a soundbite. And uh, let's find out who the soundbite's going to be this week. Now, before we get to that, my, my guy, Mr. Nice Guy, says he thinks that the last segment we did was a live read for HBO Disguises Content. Danny, were we paid by HBO to promote Hard Knocks? Well, I, you are wearing an HBO jacket right now. I'm not yes, sure if that was a gift or I know and I I get paid to go to all these HBO uh, media events any big HBO fight they fly me in so I can't uh, trash HBO yep. and yeah. you are going to be on the series finale of Ballers this season that is correct I've already shot that I'm excited about it uh, it's pretty cool yeah all right uh, but now moving on uh, that was not we were not, we should have been paid uh, Mr. Nice Guy you should <laughs> tag us with HBO yep. Sports so we get a little money by the way catch Ballers right after Game of Thrones yeah. And I think every show that HBO does is good. And my favorite show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, is coming back to yes. HBO. So October? That's right. Yeah. October 1st. I'll be there. Day of football. You cap it off with Larry David. That's a perfect day in American pop culture. All right, let's get to it. Sight the bite. Here we go. It's a soundbite from the wacky world of sports. The last seven to ten days. See if you can figure out who this mystery voice is. I get this opportunity. I get this opportunity. There's a golden ticket on the line. What does that mean? It means if you get it right, you will receive the fast pass to the front of the line and a express trip on your next journey into the show. Uh, you, you don't have to wait. 
you don't have to wait nearly as long. You cut in line. It's like when you go to like Disneyland or something like that, or Disney World, and you know those people that have the the tour guide and they get to go to the front. Yeah, you're like one of those people. You're one of those people. All I right. get this opportunity. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Uh, again, the sound bite. Play it again. I get this opportunity. Will anyone get it right? Will anyone get it right? I'm going to go first. I've won this game more than anyone else. Uh, sight to bite. I'm the all-time wins leader at all the game shows that we play here on the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Uh, the gold standard when it comes to winning game shows. So I am going to go let's see here. Uh, Eddie missed five days before he finally was removed from the show. So I'm going to go with number five. I'm going to pick number five here. Ralph, Ralph, would you like to pick a caller between one and eight that will end up getting the answer right? I will choose number four. All right, Ralph. Way to play along. Uh, Danny G. Uh. Well, in Ralph's defense, he's never heard the show before. Yeah. All right. yeah, uh, yeah, but prior to the segment, I said, we remember, we picked the same. Well, he picked four. <sighs> he picked, that's his thing. He picked four. Right. Ralph, I have one more drop for you, Ralph. You're fired. <laughs> All right, uh, Ben, you know, I'm very scientifical when it comes to this game. This past weekend in Northern California, in Waterford, California, I DJed a charity event, and it was on this huge ranch. Oh, was it a dude ranch? Uh, well, there were horses. Yeah. I didn't see any dudes. There were a lot of chicks in short dresses, but no dudes. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Now, Ben, I had a wrong button Bob moment. I shut the power off on in, on the entire property because they're on solar panels there. Yeah. Took them five minutes before they realized it was my fault because I plugged into the wrong spot. So in honor of that, Caller 5 is definitely going to be the big winner. All right. Uh, caller 5. I'm, I'm looking at my Twitter feed here. I think I might have to change it to answer number one. But uh, Coop, you want to uh, you want to go here, Coop? Uh, uh, yeah, Ben. Uh, before the segment started, I heard Danny G tell Ralph five times to pick <laughs> caller number five. So I'm going to go with caller number five. Caller uh, number five. All right, uh, very good. Caller number five. Koopa Loops going with that. Let's play it. Play it again. I forgot the soundbite already. I forgot the soundbite. I get this opportunity. All right, so uh, Ralph, the party pooper, is going with four. Everyone else is on number five. And who is this mystery voice? If you get it right, you get <laughs> you get a golden ticket. <laughs> Can I change my answer to number one? I want to no. change my answer to number one. Uh, all right, uh, Justin in Cincinnati. Justin, you are up first batting leadoff on the kindergarten edition of Sight to Bite. <laughs> Hello, Justin. What's going on, Ben? Yeah, you got a tough choice. You want to be funny, or you want to you want to get it right, Justin? Uh, I'll go with Ladani and Tomlinson. That's a winner! <laughs> was his voice that noticeable? Yes, it, that was one of the most poignant speeches of the the Hall of Fame. It wasn't from the speech, but it doesn't matter. People recognize his voice. Well, see, I want to, I want to, I want to, def- I want to defend myself. No, here. you can't defend yourself. Yes, I yourself. can. Listen, you, listen. This is like when Bob Garrett went through the whole Laker roster no, week no. after week with a different Laker every week. Listen, I put in that soundbite and uh-huh. I I changed the name to a different name on the on the you know little slug here. Yeah, and I said, Danny, play this. I want to make sure the voice isn't too recognizable because uh-huh. I tried to. Pick a little cut where it didn't. He didn't no, have no, that no, normal. No, 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 not everyone knows his voice. 
Every, now everyone, football fans were watching the Hall of Fame. At least they, they either watched it live, they watched it on YouTube. Danny G didn't it. know it. Well, in our little speaker well, he, he here. Was out, he, didn't, he was out doing stuff on Saturday. He didn't, wasn't watching I didn't see his speech. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. But if you saw his speech, Tomlinson's speech, uh, that you're going to re- – all right, you're going to recognize his voice. Well, that's fine. Right, it's more time to talk to Cowboy John Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually our final segment's about 20 seconds. See, uh, see <laughs> Ralph, you went rogue. You should have took caller one instead of yeah. four. I, well, maybe if you guys didn't say his college number with every clue, it wouldn't have been so easy. Yeah. Let me just point out that I did technically change my answer to number one. So I got the win on that. You tried yeah. to worm out of it. No, no, I that, went to no. number one. I Before we took a call, I went to number one. Of course, it helps that everyone on Twitter was yelling out his name at me <laughs> before, <laughs> before we even took a phone call. Uh, You're right, Ben. You know, for the first time in the history of the show, yeah. let's give you a golden ticket. I get a golden ticket! Oh, my God, I get a golden ticket! Woo! What happened to the guy, the smoke runner that got all excited? What happened to him? And his, remember his mom? That was bizarre. We had the smoke runner in Pasadena. I know he's upset with us because he invited us to the movies, and we're so busy. We're, we're socialites. We don't have time to go to the movies. But uh, we have other parties to go to and whatnot during the summer. But Real Talk was going to play uh, one of our games against his mom. And they both were, like, gone. And they both hung out. It was very bizarre. Very bizarre. All right, we will get to Cowboys Corner. Congratulations, Justin. You did get the golden ticket there. It is LaDainian Tomlinson of the old San Diego Chargers. I'm old enough to remember when the San Diego Chargers existed. Long time ago. We'll get to Cowboys Corner, and we'll have Ralph's Puck the World. We'll do that with Ralph, and we'll get to that. We'll do it next. There's a whirlwind of excitement going around on our show Reddit page. Search our subreddit at Ben Maller Show and get the latest authentic listener-generated content about the Maller Militia. Now let's get back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller. We will have a Cowboys Corner coming up in a moment. Also, the debut, now that Ralph's part of the show, uh, we'll have Puck the World with Ralph which we're excited about. He's got a podcast, Puck the World, Ralph's been doing for years, and we're excited that he's going to give some hockey knowledge. Do you see what Barry Bonds said on Monday? Barry Balco Bonds, the old Marlins hitting coach, who I guess spent some time playing for the Giants as well. Barry Bonds played the old woe is me card on Monday. He uh, claimed that he is upset, he's disappointed. Those are my words, not his words that he did not get a chance to play another year. Uh, Bonds said, quote, I should have played one year. I should have had the chance to play one more year. Uh, He was referring to the possibility of hitting 800 home runs. Bonds finished his career with 762 tainted home runs, and he believes that he should have been able to play. Bonds uh, said it stung the way his career ended before the, the 2008 season and he didn't push to return to the Giants. Uh, he said he was told he was not coming back, and that was it. Of course, you got to remember, at that time, Barry Bonds was toxic at that particular time. There was, he was a polarizing figure. Apparently now it's all good, and they named a street after him in the Bay Area. Bonds is back as a uh, kiss-hand-shake-baby representative of the Giants organization. So he's a special advisor, which is a complete figurehead job 
with the Giants. No Jews, just shake hands, kiss babies, that whole thing. All right, uh, right now, though, let's puck the world with our new guy, Ralph Irvin, all the latest. It's always hockey season somewhere. Let's not puck around, Ralph. What do you got? It's Sidney Crosby's 30th birthday. He celebrated with the Stanley Cup in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He drank beer out of it. He had a parade. He went to the veterans' home. And the NHL says no players under contract can skate in the Olympics. We'd say more, but I just found out about this segment a couple minutes ago because the producer didn't tell me about it. Wow, Ralph. I don't know what you're talking about, Ralph. So fortunately, some other guy might be delivering it next time. I don't know. Really? So feisty. Ralph, you broke the story earlier that Mike Trout got his 100th hit on his 26th birthday. I don't know why you would be in such a bad mood. I do not recall that as having happened. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Ralph, or is that uh, is that it? That's all I got for you. All right. Thank you for that, Ralph. That's very in-depth. No one else has that content. No one else has it. That's, uh, that was something. What a popular feature that is on this show. Uh, and I hear from hockey fans all the time, give me more hockey, give me more hockey. Well, what, 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 Ralph's been covering hockey for 35 years. Yeah, he, he was uh, he was there. He was there back in the day. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Let's say hello to Len, who's in Washington. Then we'll get to Cowboy John Brad. Hello, Len, the barbecuing man. Hey, what's up, Ben? Hello, Len. What's going on? Len, if I was any better, I would not take your calls, but I do. <laughs> Holding back. Holding back. I, I was going to go full crusty on you, but I, I what? Ooh. I was about ready to go full crusty on you. Oh, we don't want that. That would be torture. I, God, do we want anyone want Krusty the Clown to make an appearance? We should have had Krusty the Clown do the Puck the World report. In the NFL. Oh, you have breaking news? All right, this ought to suck. Go yeah. ahead. Ralph is going to be leaving Fox. He is. I heard this. And he is going to go work for the Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah? What's he going to do for the Bears? Teach. Coach up Mark Sanchez. Oh, oh, he's doing a butt fumble joke. Yeah, he's doing a butt fumble. Because that's a reference to earlier in the show. you got to go back and hear the podcast. I could give you a whole dissertation of butt angles. Yeah. That's Ralph. That will live on uh, if we get rid of Ralph ever. Uh, that'll live on. Let's cowboy up on the Ben Maller Show. We go to Windsor, Ontario, Canada. One of the great spots on God's green earth. And we say hello to Cowboy John Brett. It's 5.52 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on uh, Tuesday, August 8, 2017. Rest in peace, Don Baylor. Uh, happy uh, 26th birthday, uh, Mike Trout. Uh, Frank Howard is 81 today. Congratulations uh, to uh, Martin Truex Jr. for winning the uh, Monster Energy Cup race on Sunday. I'm offended and, by that. Um, Let's see, Oliver uh, Hardy, the fat uh, one in uh, the Hardy go. uh, comic. That's, a, uh, that's how he's known, the fat on, one. Uh, yeah. August 7, 1957. Yeah. And I'll speak to people tomorrow morning. Yeah, bye. The Aussie Muffin! Today, mate! All right, thank you, Cowboy. Hey, uh, check it out. For the past few years, Fox Sports Radio has been broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Uh, they've got a great uh, promotion going on with Farmers Insurance. The Farmers Insurance Open, you can win a trip to Torrey Pines, and also the Players' Championship course at Sawgrass in Florida. And and there's a bunch of other great stuff with Ricky Fowler and Butch Harmon. Go to FarmersExperienceCounts.com and sign up for official rules and a chance to win an amazing golf experience for yourself. It's just absolutely wonderful. 
Uh, Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. He's doing some long talk. He's in the bullpen right now. Hopefully he's better than Angry Bill, and he's warming up. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 